All right, brother. Thanks for doing this, man. Yes. Appreciate it. So on that note, um, once we were driving to a fight, um, and I overheard you say that you didn't go to high school. So tell us what that was like. Like, what made you decide not so to? So like, okay, it's not I didn't go to high school. I went to high school, uh, but only for a short period of time. So I have been wanting to since I was six months. From the right. time I went to grade nine to uh, like six months later, I was out of high school. And then Jeez. on to work, man. No worries. What made that choice for you? Um, high school, uh, at the time, I just didn't think high school was for everybody. That's fair. So like, I seen my dad have his grade five education and then him go to the mines and then do well for himself, like, you know, right. raise five kids and have a house and stuff like that. And, and then at the time I was like, well, listen, my dad didn't go to high school. He didn't finish his primary school. And I was like, and he's doing good. And we got this farm. Yeah. We got all this stuff. And, you know, so I didn't think that like schooling was a, a, a big important thing until like later on throughout work. I was like, man, maybe I should like school. Should've gotten that. You know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. So now we met during, we met through jujitsu specifically. And what was funny about it is I remember coming back from Europe, making the phone call or putting in like my contact info on the website. And then I got a phone call and I was, in the washroom, so I didn't get it. And I went up to my room and I saw it, and I was like, all right, cool, pace. I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm like, I want to do this. So I hit call. And then you're like, yeah, we got Nogi tonight. And I was like, let's do it. Sign me up. I'll be there. And then, yeah. Yeah, man. Since there. So, worth it. Definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. Yeah. Good phone call to answer. Oh, yeah. Man, if you didn't answer that phone call, they would have never sparked up this friendship. Yeah, I think you're right. And you would have never met the fan. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. How'd you get into jiu-jitsu though? I got into jiu-jitsu uh, through Mitch. So I started training uh, strength and conditioning through Mitch. Cause uh, face it man, after a long time of work and stuff like that, and you progress through work. So when you fir I first started, I was like a full out labor and stuff like that. So I did a lot of exercising throughout the day. Right. So I stayed fit. Um, but then I, I got like, uh, promotions and stuff, you move up. And then anyways, at the end of that, I ended up by being an operator and you sit a lot. Yeah. And you eat a lot. Mm -hmm. And you're most of the hours, you're 12 hours, 13 hours in a day in a chair. And you're not moving and you're just right. pounding your face with fast foods and anything else because you know, yeah, you only go, you only right. have so long for breaks, right? So you, uh, you gain a lot of weight, man. So I got really unhealthy, <laughs> dude, like super unhealthy, like uh, almost 200 pounds, bro. Yeah. What? Yeah, I got a couple oh, pics wow. I can show you later, but like, yeah, it's almost 200 pounds, man. And then oh, when I crazy. met Mitch, Mitch put me on these programs. He had inspired and uh, real motivating you, like, because mm -hmm. obviously you see what yeah. he did through his career, right? And you're like, yo, like, yo, I'm training with like a goat here, you like, know? Oh, let's go. <laughs> yeah, like, let's go. Let's go. It just yeah. motivates you to go, man. Like, yeah. and then uh, my girlfriend actually pushed me into training because. Oh, She's real fit. She's she stays on top of it, and uh, she told me one day she's like, "Hey man, Mitch opened a new gym. It's on Lorne. It's not mm -hmm. too far from where we live. You should uh, we should go check it out." We went down to Mitch, and from there, man, he just sparked up a relationship, and we just started communicating. And then after a while of training with him, he's like, "Hey, do you ever think about doing jujitsu?" And I was like, "Jujitsu? 
And he's like, yeah, come and check it out, man. Come out tonight. And then I was like, okay, sure. And I went out, man. That first step on the mat, brother, is where I truly knew that I was in love with something at the end of that class. You know when you love something so much, it hurts you. Yeah. You know, that's love. Yeah. Right? That's and love right there. At the end of the day, at the end of that class, I couldn't wait to get back on the mats the following yeah, day. I was like, I didn't have enough, you know, like I did that one class. I'm like, what, class is done? Yeah, I'm like, come on. yo, can, can we go some yeah. more, you know? And then, nice. Yeah, jujitsu. that's how I first first started, through Mitch. Nice. That's what it is for. Did you get a, how, how bad, did you, was the beating bad on your first day? Or was oh, it? Oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, my very first day. So like every guy walks around that doesn't do any physical sports like that. Like I preach this. Sport. Preach this all day. Every guy that walks around, and I was one of those guys. So every yeah, guy that walk around, um, they think they're a lot stronger than what they really are. They get in a couple high school fights, or they played hockey and they got in a couple tussles on the ice or something. But it's nothing like doing a sports like jiu-jitsu where it's so technically um, challenging and it's so, you have to come over adversity to win your opponent. 100%. It's, it's not, it's a, it's a pure mind, chess, physical game. If yeah. everything is combined into one, it's not a team sport. If you lose, you lose on your own. Yeah, like it's, it's you who lost. It, it's not like your whole team lost. It's not your buddy that helps you make right. you lose. So the very first day I stepped foot on a mat, man, I had a good training session and everything. And at the end of the day, it was time to roll. Professor Monkey's like, all right, boys, let's, let's, let's start to get some rolls in. So I was like, okay, and I'm, I'm looking around and I was nervous, you know, because I didn't know what rolling was all about, right? right? And then Professor's like, hey, you, you want to set out this one? And then see how it is and then tell me if you think you can get in it. And I'm like, okay, man. So I sat out the very first couple of rolls and I'm watching, I'm going, and I'm like, yeah, man, I think you can do this, man. Get in there. So he's like, hey, grab Nikki. Oh, That's no. gonna be your first roll. And Nikki at the time oh, yeah. was a white belt right. for stripes. So she's been training. She's been training. Oh Good man, this girl, this, this girl's been training. She's strong. And I'm like, and in my head, bro, I was like, a girl. Yeah. A girl. Yeah. Which man. is what everyone would think. And I'm looking at her and I'm looking at me and I'm like, man, I probably got like 20, 30 pounds on this girl, man. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, grab her. So, man, the first, you know, you start up jets, you're like, yeah. let's do this. I so I fist bump her. We're all here. And then she starts, and dude, for three months, this girl put an ass kicking on me for three Jesus. months. She beat me up it. and beat me up and beat me up day in and day out. And at the end of that first class, after you get beat up by a girl for like 15 minutes, and you're literally trying to do things and you can't do nothing, man, buddy. Your whole world changes. Yeah. You're you're humbled real quick. You're like, oh man, this I, I couldn't get her off my back. She was all over me, bro. Like she was like an anaconda. Like I like I, it was hard. Like, but you don't understand the sport. Right. Right? Right. You like it, but you don't understand the sport. Yeah. So if you don't understand the sport, you can't play it properly. True. So you need to right. learn the sport to start playing it, to start loving it a lot more. Right. So that was my that was my my biggest thing at first it was to overcome that yo I'm the 
I'm a man and this is a man thing to do and yeah. I shouldn't be getting beat up by this girl. Yeah. But like what I didn't understand was like how powerful jujitsu really is. Right. Like you don't have to be you don't have to be super big and super strong like no. to, to to be able to, to play the sport. And to be effective at the sport through right. like No, no, you're absolutely right. It was like that's good though that you rolled your first day too, because there was um, I have a buddy, Reese, who when he came and tried out Troop, and he was very like he was doing a bunch of different things. He works at like he works eleven to seven every day. So him going to classes is kind of like so I'm like, dude, you should uh, you should join, you should come, you should come, and he's like, dude, I work eleven to seven. I was like, you can you can make a new class, you can show up late. I won't be there, but like, good luck. But he was like, yeah, so he came for that day, right? And um, <clears throat> he saw the ground games, right? And so here's what's funny. I, I had two friends who showed up, right, for the ground games with me. And I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, like come, like, come watch, you know? Because I knew both of them were, like, they're, like, strong-headed type guys, like you mentioned, like, got in a few fights in high school, and now they think they could beat up anybody at the mm-hmm. big event. And so, not the case at all. And they, um, they're, like, showing up, and they're like, what is this? And Reese was like, man, like, I was nervous. I was like, all these people, like, I don't know what. Like, they all look so unimposing. I'm like, that's how they get you. It's like, oh, they're all really sweet people, but don't be mean. Be respectful. Yeah. Be humble. Otherwise, it's not gonna be a not gonna be a fun night. So they end up like we're driving them back, and one of them's like, oh yeah, like yeah, I'd be doing this. I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. And then I was like, do it. I was like, stop talking about it if you're not going to do it. So my buddy then messages me. It's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday. And he's like, do you have an extra key? I was like, what do you mean do I have an extra key? Of course I have an extra key, right? I had my black one and then my old raggedy white one. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I got one. So I gave him my key. And I was like, her, sorry, at first I was like, why? why? And he's like, because I'm going tonight. I was talking to like Lucas because he works with Lucas, right? So he's like, he's knowing like me, knows Lucas. So he's like, yeah. okay, shit, like, I can do this. Goes. Shows up first day, whatever. He's doing well, whatever. We're like we're running um, the um, the black wall stuff. Yeah. For anyone, first yeah. day hit the black wall stuff. Yeah. For anybody that don't know what the black wall stuff is, it's like nonstop, intense, uh, pure drilling. Like it's it's, it's it's like if you're Sorry. not ready for it, you're fed to the lions. Yeah, and he wasn't ready for it. <laughs> He's walking in, right? And they're like, all right, find somebody. And I'm like, looking at all of all I see is like, Reese looks like a puppy. Like, just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, deer in the headlights, I don't know what's going on, right? Oh, I look at him. And <laughs> so actually it was, it was Nikki, which is why I'm thinking of the story. Because she had his back, right? And we were doing that drill. And so I look, he looks at me. And I look at him, I'm like, fight the choke. Like, don't, like, two on one, don't let don't just worry about the legs around you because she's going to take your head off. It's like, fight the choke. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, all right. He'll survive a couple seconds. Kombach. <laughs> <laughs> it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. I was like, and then he got up, walked over to me. He's like, just choked out by a girl. I'm like, how do you feel? He's like, humbled. I was like, welcome to class. Welcome to class. I was like, welcome, dude. That's gonna happen happens oh, everybody buddy and it's, it's can't have an ego it's strange to say to like to a lot of the guys but it's like you got to ego check 
right at the door. Mm. You know, like when you're coming in there, and if you've never done the sport, like ever done the sport, don't think that you're gonna go in there and start wrecking people. Yeah. If you've never done like judo or nothing like that, that has a that that has technique like that. Mm. Technique will outpower power any day. Yeah. So like you can be so strong, you can be a guy that deadlifts 500 pounds, but at the end of the day, if you're not understanding what's happening to you and how to get out of it, Mm -hmm. that 135 pound girl can bend your arm backwards. Yeah. So it's it's that quick. And they do. Like I've been putting a bow and arrow, and if a lot of people don't know what a bow and arrow is, like they suck. Felicia is the queen of bow and arrows. She put me in so many. And I've like, I've learned to like stay in this position <laughs> where it's so awkward. It's so uncomfortable too. But the thing that I, I, I found that the awkwardness of the position that puts you in, right. um, uh, it gives you, uh, like it, it helps you being in really uncomfortable situations. Cause like jujitsu puts you, there's so many uh, different techniques that put you in, in awkward situations that, that gives you that pressure, that panic. So it helps you. It helps you deal with that kind of panic. Yeah. So you're learning. It's not just straight up fighting. You learn to deal with um, being under pressure. Because like when you when it says college, when you start your match in the tournament, you're under pressure right there. The second you hit that bullpen, yeah. you know, man, your stomach is like everybody that competes. They all yeah. feel that pressure, right? So you have to learn. So dealing with that pressure helps you deal with everyday pressure. Like jiu-jitsu doesn't yeah. just help you on the mats, it helps you off the mats. So when you get into those 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 panic situations, how do you deal with it? Well, how do you deal with it before you get on the mats? It's the same way, yeah. it's the same way. So that's why jiu-jitsu, that's why I, I, I love jiu-jitsu so much. Jiu-jitsu didn't just help me physically, like yeah. get bigger, stronger, it's up. It, it helps me mentally and it helps me off the mats also. It so calmed, It calmed me down quite yeah. a bit. So I was going to ask, how do you think jiu-jitsu has changed you in training like that? Oh, life-wise, it calmed me down lots, man. I used to be so high, like, like high tempo. Mm-hmm. Like I used to be high-strung a lot more than what I am now. And then jiu-jitsu helped me calm down. It helped me relax. It helped me, like, like put it this way. When a 300-pound dude is up on top of you and you're turtling underneath, man, and he's bearing his weight on you and you're, you're collapsing, you need to, like... You need to, to calm down, like you need yeah, like you to calm think. calm yourself down and start breathing and start thinking instead of start over panicking, racing, yeah. and start overthinking stuff, and then then you do the wrong decisions. Right. Well, in life, if you 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 panic and you do things and you do the wrong decisions, well, that can financially set you back. That yeah. can that can put you back, uh, like like in, with the law too, man. You can do stupid decisions, get put in jail. Mm-hmm. You can do. So like, oh, overthinking and o- overdoing stuff like that, man, can get you into tough situations in life. So I find jujitsu helped me in, in both ways, man. Like, nice. Yeah, not just that it humbled me down; it helped me out in life. It helped yeah. me think. It helps me to, to be a better man. Start doing wiser choices. Right. You're able to think a bit more strategically about things and less just oh I can do that. It's yeah. Good. Yeah. Like. Don't be so impulsive, like start thinking about how you're putting stuff together instead of just being like, I'll just flow with it, you know? Right. 
start having a game plan, even in life, like I want to do this, I want to achieve this, I want to do this, I need to bank this, I need to do that. So like it's all in like blocks, like the yeah. same same thing as like you're drilling. You know, when you're drilling, you're putting it like, oh, the sweep is going this way, that's going this way. Mm -hmm. we're, we're put the steps together to get put that angle. Put the step together to, to get same thing with life, yep. man. You, you need to put all your steps together. To you can't just go, oh, I'll wing it and do that one day. Yeah. But how? No, I don't know. So there was something that happened the other day to me. There's a buddy of mine who hadn't, hadn't heard back. I hadn't heard from him in years. And like, I met him in 2011 when we did a leadership program together um, through a summer camp, right? And what he did was he contacted me and I was like, what's up, man? Like, just send me Facebook friend request. I was like, yeah, what's up, man? How you been? He's like, oh, you know, like, just not too good. And then like, explained to me whatever stuff he had going on. I was like, oh man, like, I don't know how you feel like that's frustrating. If you need anything, let me know. All right, simple. And he was like, huh, uh, okay. So then like the next day he was like, man, can I borrow money? I'm like, no. He's like, I was like, no, I, I just don't lend out money. I've had too many times when I've lent out money and haven't got my money back. So I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole again, right? I think it's strategically about it. And he's like, oh. I'm like, what you could do is how about you do something for me? And I'll do like, I'll, what I had, what I had to do is I was like, yo, if you go like get me this many subscribers by the end of the day, or like, I need you to record this for me on Friday. And he was like, like he was going to go around and do my other segment on the streets and like go interview people with me. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wasn't just gonna be like, hey, here's $25, good luck for the week. Yeah. No. Um, like eat transfer him, but don't tell him the password. Um, and, <laughs> well, sorry, bro. And he was like, uh, yeah, so then anyways, the next day, uh, he was like, cool, I understand. I was like, sweet, hope so. Next day, um, he was like, hey man, I was like, hey man, what's up? He's like, oh, no much. I was like, um, cool. Uh, and he's like, yeah, man. I was like, what you, like, what you been up to? And he was like, oh, I'm like, trying to get my life together. I was like, okay. So that's your goal, right? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, how do you try to do, like, how have you worked towards that? He's like, well, I, uh, what I did was I was just, I thought about what I need to do better. I was like, okay, but what? I was like, okay, but how'd you do that? I was like, what have you done? He's like, I don't know. Have you, what action have you taken? It's my, like, that's my question when people ask me, like, what action have you taken to this goal? Or like, you're complaining because of this, but what action have you done to fix it, right? What strategy have you used, right? What building blocks have you taken? And he was like, I don't know yet. Well, I can't help you, right? You can only help people as far as what they're willing to do for themselves. Because if they don't piece together a strategy, and I was thinking, I was like, you know what? If this guy had, like, the lessons that you're telling me right now, that you're just, we're just begin, we are just beginning to learn from the sport, that he had, that he learns. If he could learn them, he'd be able to piece everything together because he's his own worst enemy. Whereas now he'd be like, well, I know I'm my own worst enemy, but he doesn't. Right, it's a lot easier to fight the enemy when you know who it is. Absolutely, especially if that's yourself. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna push him down. Like, try harder, try harder, keep going. Oh, you fall down twice, get up three times. Like, simple stuff. So, like that lesson. So, it's uh, <clears throat> you gotta come over adversity, man. Like, if you're struggling and you constantly keep struggling, you gotta find something 
that's going to change your struggle. Like, you, you got to change the way. And the only person actually that can really help you is yourself. True. So, like, a lot of people put up obstacle blocks in front of themselves. Right, like, I don't have money. Or I don't, yeah. Okay, I don't have money. How do you fix that? Find something that'll get a get job. Money. Yeah. You know, don't just stay <laughs> in, in the same path of, like, oh, you know, I can't get a job because of... No, like, there's so much work out there. Yeah, oh, there's so much. There's a lot of work. And then, here's the thing that I find with millennials. And then let me... Yeah, you I, I, I'm not going to bash Perfect. on millennials. All, all, but here's the thing. Yeah. Each one, when they start work, I feel like they think they're entitled of a starting high pay. Yeah, no. Do you know when I first yeah. started work, this is no joke. Uh, I first started work, I was so young that I couldn't even be put on the books. So, oh no. I was 15 when I first started. Like, Did you have to be 18? No, you gotta be 16, 16 to, okay. to start legally working, right? Right. So like, I was 15. I'm not gonna say who I was working for because I don't want the guy to get in trouble. Right. But like, when I first started work, he was like, and when I got expelled out of school, mm -hmm. so I, that was my last straw, I got expelled. And then when I got home, um, my mom and my dad looked at me and they're like, well, you're not just gonna sit here on our couch. Right. So if, you, if you don't wanna go to school, that's fine. And at this point in time, my parents, like I love them to death. They've right. done everything to try to keep yeah. me in school. I was just one of those kids that was like, oh, yeah, man, I was not having it yeah. no more. I went through like four schools already, four different high schools in six months. And then like each one of them I got kicked out of right. for There's like certain reasons. I was just not. Whatever the reasons were. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, school wasn't for me, man. Right. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't click with everybody that was in school. Right. So I had a different way of thinking. And if people didn't think my way at the time, I was like, you <laughs> see you later like and then uh, that's how it all went down to man and then when I got uh, out of school and I got kicked out I was like okay right now you gotta get your sides together right. and I was 15 here yeah so like you gotta get yourself happen. together and uh, you gotta go out and get a job now because mm -hmm. you don't want to go to school so you want to be a man right yeah. now go get a man job yeah so I went around, dude. I made like my mom made me a resume, which you know you're you're 15 years old. It's a blank piece life, of paper. How much life experience do you really I have? I can speak one language. <laughs> like so, like on this piece of paper, pretty much like my name and like yeah. you know volunteered at like the arena. Like yeah. you know I shoveled the ice and I did the. So like I went around, and everybody was like, no, no. No, yeah. no, go back to school. What's wrong with like, you? What kid? are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And then I started hammering this construction companies. And I would, I, at this point in time, I left my, like, my parents right. and I'm, I'm living in town now. I'm staying at my older brother's in town. Oh, okay, nice. So I, I can find a job a little easier. My yeah. older brother's going to college at this point in time. So I'm staying with him and I'm like, I'm biking everywhere to try to find jobs. Easy. So I'm hitting up all these construction companies at like six in the morning and I'm hitting them up as the owners are showing up there. Right. And I'm like, Hey, do you got a job? Do you have a job? Do you have a job? Do you have a yeah, job? Yeah. Like, I'll do anything. And then like this one owner, 
that I, I just yeah. kept on bugging and bugging and bugging and bugging. Like you'd repeat? Every day. Like you wouldn't just hit up, oh, one No, one, no, he would see me every, every single day. Persistent, man. Every day he would see me. So I would get on my bike, I would go to all these places every day, and like I would try to, like, because obviously I'm on a bike, so I couldn't target every one of them every single day. So I would be right. like, I'm gonna hit up this one for like this week here. I'm gonna hit up this guy for like a week. And I'm gonna oh, okay. hit up this guy for like a week, and I'm gonna be there, and I'm gonna make sure I'm there every day, so he sees that like I, I really want a job. Like, yeah. So at the end, like it wasn't even at the end of the week. I think we were like Thursday, and I kept on hitting up this one guy. And then at the end of the day, at like right in the morning, as soon as he seen my face on that Thursday when he rolled in, he was like, "Holy cow, man! Okay, kid, you've been here like three days in a row yeah. there. Like, what's up?" And I was like, "Man, I really need a job." And mm-hmm. he's like, "Can you shovel?" I said shovel and he's like yeah like handig can you can you shovel <laughs> i says yeah he said do you got a pair of boots i said yeah he said no shit you can be in huntsville tomorrow morning at seven o'clock you're four minutes chico and I you're said, four minutes chico yeah unreal and i was like <laughs> i just got a job <laughs> like, i was like what Mom, and, I then, made it. and then he looked at me and he said wait a minute you look kind of young and I was like, No, he didn't know how old you were. Uh, By the resume. And then he's like, Well, because it, it, it doesn't right, say no age. age on the resume, right. right? So he's like, How old are you? I'm like 15. He's like, You're not even old enough to work. I said, uh, I'm like, not, He's like, well. If you want the job, I pay you six forty-five an hour, and you pick up your pay at my house once a month. Keep track of your hours. Is what he said. And I will give you a shot, kid. Don't blow it, because you only have one shot. He's 6.40 an hour? 6.45 an hour. Yeah, that's what I worked for. And I would... Once a month you get your pay. Yeah, keep once track a month of the hours. I get my pay and keep track. So, buddy, my very, very first pay. My very first pay. Because, like, construction workers work Long days. serious hours, man. Like, I mean, like, when people say, oh, we work hours. No, man. Construction workers, especially out of town, when they have to travel to a place and they stay there for two weeks, they work 14 days straight. Yeah. And each day, not one of those days will ever contain less than 12 to 13 hours of work. Not one. Average days, like I mean, an average day out of town is about 15 hours a day. And especially in the summertime because you got so much light. Right. So you're working, Take advantage of it. You start yeah. work at like 6 in the morning and you ain't done till about 10, 30, 11 at night. Fuck and then you still got to eat and shower. And yeah, so my 6.45 on those hours, I got my first pay and I was like, I am so rich. I've never seen money like that. And it was only 6.45. Yeah, but the amount of hours. The amount of hours. Time, right? And then it, add, it all added up, right? So I was like probably like the richest kid in the neighborhood. I was like, yo, I got all oh this money. Like I'm working with your dad. <laughs> you know, like I was like that. that I was like that kid now, you know? Everybody was like, holy cow, like. Yeah. And then from there, um, I just I just had motivation, man. I just like, I, I, I knew I didn't want to stay at that level. Like when I got into the workforce and I seen everybody else and I seen right. where they were at in life and I seen what they were doing. Cause like construction, you meet a lot of cool dudes, man. And then yeah. you meet a lot of rich people, you meet engineers, you meet, there's all kinds of trades. Yeah. Everyone comes to the job right? Yeah. 
Absolutely. You meet carpenters, licensed carpenters, you meet mechanics, you meet all, all the trades, all the trades, all the trades. You, you see it all in construction. So when I, I started as a laborer, I knew I didn't want to stay there. When I first started, yeah. and I was, I was hand digging men. Like, I'll tell you this one story. I was 15, we went out of town, and then I was like, I was super young, and all these guys were like, all right, we had a hard day at work, and all the guys were grilling me because I was at the age that I was at. They yeah. thought that it was crazy that I left school. 100%. And they were like, what is wrong with you? Like, kid? you were like, in my kid's class last month. Yeah, month. but like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna force you to go back yeah. to school. We're so we're gonna, we're gonna you. give you the worst jobs possible oh. to get you back into school. And I was yeah. like, yeah, right, like, okay, what's... If you want some, come get yeah. some, yeah. So, like, they picked on me <laughs> until, like, I had to, like, pretty much show them that, like, I'm like, yo, man, I'm here to, like, legitimately work. Yeah. I'm here to stay. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going back to school. Like, not school not me. So, dude, they, the one day, I worked all day. They're like, yeah, yeah, okay. It's close to my birthday. And they're right. like, we'll take you out. Let's go out and eat and we'll do this job. And... So I was like, okay, cool. So we're in, I think we're in Huntsville, the Spokane area at the time. So they all take me out and uh, we go out, I think it was for wings. And I'm with a group of guys, like a whole group of guys. And they're like, yo, Corey, do you want a beer? Stop. And I'm like 15 <laughs> at the time here, man. And I'm looking back and I'm like, uh, sure. And the waitress never said anything. Right, because you're with 90, with adults, like, yeah, you know, like, like in their 30s and stuff. Like 30s, 40s, and I'm like, and then the table was full of, like, I think we were like 30 guys on our crew at the time. Oh, so, geez. like, everybody used to go out together, right? To, right. to go eat supper and stuff like that. Because tight bond in construction. Yeah. So, I'm like, hey, shit, yeah, I'll find a beer. So, yo, man, they start giving me beers. Um, and then they start um, giving me alcohol. And then they start. And then the, I'm now at this point in time, I'm, I'm pretty tanked. Yeah, you know, like uh -oh. I'm like I'm the okay. world is spinning and stuff, but I didn't know that they cranked the heat in my room before we left. Oh no! So they're like, and this is summertime. So hot now. Oh, it's it's a sauna in there. So I got a hard time getting out of the restaurant. They put me in the room. They put me in there. They throw me on the bed, dude. They come banging on my door like four hours later because we stayed out till two and we gotta go to work at six. And then they bang on my door four hours later. I'm like, you didn't sleep all at all, but I was throwing up. Uh, everything, the whole uh, world was ending out there, man. Like I, the whole room was a disaster. Like it was just gross. Yeah. Um, they bang on my door. They're like, hey, you gotta go to work. So obviously, I was still in my boots, and yeah, my clothes. And I puke on my shirt, so I'd like kick off my shirt, throw yeah. it off, and grab a new one, put it on. I'm like, oh. So I hit the washroom real quick and I jump in the truck and I head off to work. Mm -hmm. I get out of work. These guys are like, okay, today you're going to dig for gas. You're going to find the gas main. It's on this side of the road. We're digging. We're coming through here. You need to find it on that side of the road. I'm like, okay. So I start digging for the gas. You know? And it's hot. It's like 40 degrees in yeah. summertime, man. And you're like, everything on. no breaks for you today until you find the gas. And I was like, what? They're like, yeah, man, you can't take lunch, can't do nothing. So it's labor laws. He's loss. like, here's some, here's some, some water, yeah. and all the guys were doing this yeah. right at the time. And then they're like, you got to do this to find the gas and blah blah blah, because they're trying to push me to go back to school. Here. Right. They're trying to teach me a life lesson, like, yo, this, you, you, 
you won't be able to roll with the big boys, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But they're, dude, they're going like out of line to do this kind of shit, right? Right. Dude, I dug this trench. It was like seven feet deep, eight feet deep. It was like three feet wide. It was like 12 feet long. I dug my ass off all You dug day. a moat. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, wide enough where I had to start sliding plywood and two by fours so inside the trench. So the trench wouldn't cave yeah. in. So, cause you know, and I'm trying to find the gas main. Dude. Right. So I dug my ass off, dude. Like I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll show you guys, man. I'll find this gas main. Don't you guys worry about this. I got this. So dude, I dug, I dug, I dug, I dug, I dug all day. I thought I had a heat stroke, man. And from there, um, at the end of the day, the guys show up, the foreman shows up and he's like, he was like, you dug this? Like, like you dug this? I was yeah. like, yeah, I dug this, man. I couldn't find the gas, man. Like, yeah. what's up? He's like, oh yeah, it's on the other side of the road. They sent the excavator, they wipe everything that I dug, and he says, back you can start hole. back tomorrow on the other side of the road. And then guess what? On the other day, I dug that hole on the other side of the road. You found the gas. And found the gas. And then at the end of the day, they looked at me and they, they like my hands, I never used gloves too at the time. So yeah, callous to crap. Yeah, so like Blister. my hands were blistered, bleeding. And then I looked at all the guys and then I was like, and they're like, yo man, you can, you can hang here. You can actually do this. And then from there, dude, nice. I just, I progressed, I moved up. Hmm. So like I went from labor to foreman, or no, from labor to pipe layer. Because I wanted to be a pipe layer, and then at the time our company transitioned over from stop doing uh, like a lot of city work and pipe work, and they started getting into bridges. That's when all the '69 and all. So I transitioned to a carpenter, and then I did carpentry for a while, and then after that I I, I moved from company, um, and then I I went back into the pipe game, mm -hmm. and then when I moved company, that's when I went from carpenter to foreman. Nice right away. Mm -hmm. So I was pretty young, man. I think I was like 22 years old Shit. or something like that when, when I first became a, like a foreman foreman. Right. That's and seven years at that point. Yeah. So like I did a lot of work. I just kept with it. I did a lot of pipe jobs. I, I traveled around laying pipe for that one company. Um, I went all over Canada, all over. Um, it was pretty cool. Biggest life experience I've ever yeah. had. Um, it made, it molded me who I am today. If it wasn't for that, and the people that I work with, and they showed me a lot of stuff. They taught me a lot of life lessons. Uh, but traveling around was probably the best. Yeah. Yeah. To actually see our country, like, not many people, man, actually, like, they go on trip. Not yeah. even people haven't even yeah, seen our true. whole country, and they'll go to, like, like Cuba or something for a week and, 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 and vacation, and you haven't seen Canada. Yeah. Like, Travel around in our country yeah. first. Oh, it's beautiful the country. Beauty of yeah. our country before you travel around. Like I've actually seen the beauty of our country. Right. And I think one of the most beautiful part of our country has got to be near Wawa. Near Wawa. Wawa and Did you ever, did you ever travel around that? Not Where that the way, Lake no. Superior. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is some of the nicest areas, man. And like the the, the yeah, landscape of that land yeah. is breathtaking, dude. It's like I, I had the chance to work out there for a long time, and I did uh, several jobs out in that area, Wawa, Shaflo. Mm -hmm. I traveled all these little, little towns, not not just big great cities, but I hit up all the little towns. So I, I've mm -hmm. actually got to see in between and and chat with the locals and, and went fishing right. with some of the locals. That's and, cool. And then it's just stuff like that, man. It's, yeah, it's real cool. Like our country's super super beautiful. Just integrating with everyone and everything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Man. It's the way to do it though. Adversity throughout the whole country. Like, 
did you think you're in the middle of nowhere and you're like and then all of a sudden you meet uh, a ukrainian dude <laughs> you know and then he's got like a resort of some sort and you're like yeah. and then you get to chat with him and you're like how did you get to come to canada and this yeah. and then you, you hear his story and his side of, of where he was from and right it's just cool man super cool yeah. is there so those are probably your favorite places to go that you went to or what, uh, oh, sorry what was the furthest impression what was the furthest place you went because you based in Sudbury right mm -hmm. and then what was the furthest place you go so I drove out to Saskatchewan um, yeah ladies yeah so I left from here uh, to go stay with one of my really close friends Sean which passed away um, I, I, he used to do uh, on the oil rigs so you'd ever see those shows where it's like the heavy duty oil drilling yeah. and stuff like that. So that's he, him. He, that, yeah, that was him, man. He did that <laughs> shit. So he's like, "Come out, visit me, blah blah blah." So I went out and I visited him, and I went and checked out what he was doing, and I mm -hmm. checked out the rigs, you know. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. To travel from Suds all the way out there, it's like Ontario's got to be one of the longest provinces to drive through. Oh yeah. I was like, holy cow! I'm like 20 hours in, and I'm still <laughs> in Ontario. I was like, and then Manitoba. Man, like, still gonna get through Manitoba. Yeah, like you, like not as big, but no. But still. then you hit Saskatchewan and you fly through Saskatchewan in like three hours yeah. or two and a half hours, and you're in Alberta. And I was yeah. like, it's pretty this flat is, there. This is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a like it's it's a difference That's from hilarious. going to Rocky. Like you see, it's not like Alberta where you got the Rockies. It's all Rockies. But yeah. like Ontario, so uh, you got everything, right? You got the flat lands, you got the rocks, yeah. you got everything. Like it's so beautiful, man. It's it's got all it's different. The, yeah. It dips, it dives. It's it's got everything in it, man. It's got a little mix of everything in it. And then you hit up Saskatchewan, dude, and you can watch your dog run away from you for days. Like it's so flat. Like you know when they say it's like it's the the sky has no limit there. Like like here in Ontario, like there's trees and and and, and rocks when you're looking that'll cut off some of the sky that right. you see there dude it's all sky you, you stand out and there's no big trees or nothing that like really blocks all the landscape or True. anything yeah. it's like it's just hard land sky yeah. <laughs> everything is flat in between man <laughs> i was like wow it was uh it's cool but like that's what i mean though you get to see like our, our country has so it's, it's beautiful man there's it's so different every province you fly through yeah. you see the difference in how it's like the landscape changes no, I completely agree, because that's one of my trips that I want to do in the next, like, within the next two years. Um, I want to do Greece, Colombia, obviously not, probably, well, hopefully all of them, but it'd probably be in five years to get through these three, but I want to, uh, the third one of those three would be road trip out west, because I've road tripped out east. Uh, yeah, you I went to PI stuff? Yeah. Uh, How was that? Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Eh? Yeah, we did. Uh, we whale watched. This was like when I was younger with my family, but we went and whale watched, and we also drove and took the train through the Rockies, as well. So out out west. But I did that one when I was much younger than when we did the uh, trip out east. So I want to do that one again. But I don't. I'm on the fence though. You might just convince me on which route to take. Like, do I go a couple a couple hours longer and go through Canada, or do I go through the states? And cut the trip down a few hours. So, I'm like, I've never experienced the states that way, but as long as never been to the states. No, never. Nah, it's never. Nah. Like a lot of people. It is what it is, I guess. 
having been there enough to travel and stuff. But I've just I've never been to, in all my travels. I've I've, I've rode all along the border, mm-hmm. but I've never, never just, I've never no we never crossed over. I've never country. never had the chance to actually go and check it out. Where would you go? If I go to the states, yeah. The only spot that I really want to check out in the states, yeah, probably be the Big Apple. Yeah, yeah. New York. Yeah, that's right. What would you do there if you had like five days? Five days? Yeah, take me through those five days, bro. Pants. <laughs> that's probably one Fair. of the days. Fair. Pants. It's that's right. Like nogi pants. Yeah. That I would definitely. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure. I, I need to get in there and do some jujitsu. Um, another thing that I would do is I would love to go and check out. Uh, I'm a huge Giants fan. Right. I watch football. Um, I've always would want to go and check that out. Uh, Obviously, you're in New York. I would yeah. like to go and check out uh, the statue. Yeah, Liberty. Empire State Building, the classic Empire tourist State. stuff. The classic The 9-11 stuff. place, the memorial. Yeah. Just check out the, the city, man. Right. It's like, it's, it's supposed to be the biggest city in, in the States, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah, I they got like 36 million people or something like that. Yeah, they have a ton of people. Yo, let's find out. Yo, there's more people in New York City than there is in Canada. Yeah, I believe it. We have what thirty some million. I don't even think we're at thirty million. So your crushes, uh, what is it? A uh, third. So like, it's got biggest be, city in the states. It's New York. Yeah, probably. it's got to be saying it's New York. I don't know what would be bigger. I'm trying to think. But like, largest that, city, New York City. Yeah. Then it? L.A. and then Chicago and then Houston. So like obviously, yeah. I would, like if I would go to uh, like to the states a second time, it would probably be Cali because yeah. then you'd go to the world and then you the beach and everything and then like dude, there's so many so many movies that we've watched that has like Long Beach and the Strip and yeah. all that that's on there that you're like oh Cali. Yeah, so, it's, it's California. Yeah. Yeah, there's part of me that wants to go to Miami, just because I've heard things about Miami and I want to see what Miami's like. Florida's, Miami Beach. They're Florida's got to be one of the scariest states that I think I'd want to visit. Yo, did you hear some of the craziest that Florida stuff man story? Yeah. Florida yeah. man. <laughs> like I'm like, are you serious? Another Florida story? And we're in Canada and we hear some of these yeah, stories. Yeah, right? so I'm like quick. And I'm like, yo, Florida, really? I, 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 yo, there's some pretty crazy people out there in Florida, yeah. man. It's all the fun they have, allegedly. Yo, it's that know. retirement fund. It's that retirement fund. You know, got that retirement money. <laughs> that retirement money. <laughs> just go ham. Yeah, 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 for sure. But no, like, uh, New York, man. Um, I'd like to. The oh, it's number one. Cellos. Number yeah, I'd be hitting up a lot of both those places. Yeah, sure. I'd be hitting up a lot of uh, training clubs. Yeah. I'd be training, just visiting. What do you think the uh, drop-in fee is? American, so it's probably a little more nurse. Yeah, probably. Because like our drop-in, drop-in fee? yeah, we are dropping yeah, fee is okay. like twenty-five bucks. Right. Okay. So or twenty-five right. so bucks. Twenty-five bucks or something. Like that. I think it'd be like fifties for those. So I bet you over there the uh-huh. drop-in yeah. fee is probably anywhere around like the thirty dollars American, probably like thirty. And then, uh, so translate that back to Canada. So they're dropping fee from Canada. It's probably like what, fifty bucks, forty-five bucks. Yeah, maybe. Their dollars, like what, a dollar something to our dollars. So yeah. It's weird. It's different. I think it's like a dollar twenty right now, to our dollar. I think so. I don't know what it was. I know, I'm not too much in touch with the U.S. dollar as I am with the euros, 
Um, whereas like euro is one dollar, uh, like one Canadian is a dollar forty-seven. Last time I checked. Yeah. 49, 47. Yeah, fuck 50 ratio. But yeah, I definitely go and check out MetLife Stadium. Yeah. The, like, just the, the, the travel stuff around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Times Square. Times Square, for sure. Come on, man. You got to take a <sighs> selfie out in the middle of Times Square. You're there with your homeboys. I think if you don't, it's, and then you can't yeah. really say And then you come back York. and you never did anything like that. Yeah. That's silly. But... So speaking of which, you mentioned a bunch of life lessons on the roads and stuff like that. What are some lessons that you have learned and like what's one per se um, that you believe has had the biggest impact on you throughout your growth? Because you learned those pretty young, eh? Yeah, so the biggest lesson I've learned now mm-hmm. is time away from home is not worth the money. Interesting. If, if I can cap that into a big thing of construction and people traveling around for work and stuff like that. Uh, okay. Um, I, I have a 15 year old son. Right. And time away from home is not worth anything, man. Like the time away that I missed from him taking his first steps to spending time with him and seeing the giggles and the laughs and the, mm-hmm. the, the growing up and him falling off his bike the first time right. and all that stuff, man. You, you don't get to see that when yeah, you're you traveling around, once. dude. You, like the time that you get to go back home is so small. You get yeah. hours. I mean like literally a day maybe and a half with your kid and then you gotta go back out on the road for 20 days or 21 days mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're not yeah. getting lots of time at home. So yeah. like, if I was to say to everybody that that sh- that would go down the route that I went in, right. and their 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 mindset into doing that, don't do it if you have a kid. Find opportunities and closer work at home, and mm-hmm. don't pass up the time with your kid for for your finance. Because I'll tell you right now, there's so much more time to gain your finance as you're getting older and your kid gets older. And there, there's so many ways to, 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 to find money mm-hmm. than to pass up the opportunities with your kid and your, yeah, your family. Like hundred bucks too. worth missing those like, oh, first follow-up. Are you kidding me, bike man? Yeah. You're kidding me? I regret and I can't even imagine. I'm not going to say I regret it because I've I, I, I done the decisions to do it. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to say... Sense. It was it was bad. It was life changing for me. So right. it's an experience that I've learned that I, I wish I could hand down some of this knowledge to to the younger that are coming into this. If you don't have a, a girlfriend and a wife, or you don't have um, a husband, or whatever whatever like um, gender you are, what are you doing in your life? If you don't have anything going on in your life um, that can lock you down, trap. Right. Travel. Like I got a buddy right now and his girlfriend, they like they they're dumping everything they have, all their house and they're they're leaving at the end of the month and they're going yeah, they're going to Bangkok first and then they're just nice. traveling. And then they're going to be, and then their end of their trip, they're going to uh, Switzerland, I think it is. Oh, that's cool. Most expensive Sweden. city in the world to live in. So they're going there. So like Sorry. props to them. They don't have yeah. kids. They 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 don't have like this um like a, a, a job where it requires absolutely for them to be there. So they're just they're selling the house. 
So no, they got an apartment. They sold everything in their apartment. Okay. They've been banking money. Right. They've um, been planning this. This is. They've been uh, this. Is, hey, this, next week. Honey, yeah, we're we we're go. traveling. Yeah, for we want to go the next six months and and no, they they yeah, had to do they had their steps. Absolutely. They had to take their shots. Absolutely. They did all that stuff. I love but like what those are like. that right there, I envy that. That's yeah. That's a time where he's like, yo, we're gonna go travel. We have no uh, kids. We're we're not tied right. down to nothing. We don't have jobs that requires us to be here right, right, right now. Mm-hmm. So let's travel. So now they're dumping off all their stuff. They're picking up. They're leaving. Yo, man, that's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. They don't know where they're sleeping, what they're doing. Oh, that's the best part about what it. What you're though. eating. They don't Stay have the, like a schedule stop. Like you know when you 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 book a trip, right? Yeah. You're like, okay, yeah, you book a that vacation to trip. Vacation trip, right? Right. About. Okay, you're you're going on this vacation trip, and then you're like, okay, well. On this vacation, we're gonna stay here, we're gonna book a hotel. Right. And then we're gonna rent a car from here, and then we're gonna sightsee here. And you, you yeah, like yeah. Your, your trip is like planned. When it's out. such a short these time guys, like a week. These guys yeah. are like, we're going to Bangkok, we'll figure out from when we get there. Yeah, we'll figure out how we're gonna get to Switzerland. We're gonna figure out where we sleep. Right. We're gonna figure out we're just gonna wing this shit. There's no plan, there's no map. There's no what we're gonna go and sightsee. Right. We're gonna go there. The world's talk to the locals. Right. And be like, it's the best way to do it. What's up? It's the best way to do it. That's what they're doing. One hundred percent. So like, for them, that's when you're young like that. Like, I wanna hit the hot both on when we're done. One hundred percent. Right. One hundred percent. That's what I say. That's but if sick. you have a family and if you have a, a significant other that you're, yeah. you're tied to, don't. Right, it's not worth the. Like, Don't spend the time away from home for, for right. money. There's no, there's no sum of money that's greater than the life that you're gonna live with your, your or the time that you're gonna miss with your spouse, your friends, your family, your brother, your sister, your right. whoever it is. There's no time that's, there's no m- amount of money that's ever gonna make that time back. And yeah, fair. Yo, you're only here for so long, bro. Right, you need like that everybody's money back like, ah, I got tomorrow, I got tomorrow. Now, well, tomorrow turns into a week, a week turns into yeah. a month, a month turns into a year, and a year turns into 10. And you won't have tomorrow. And then all yeah. of a sudden, you're 10 years later, and you're like, tomorrow yo, man, my boy's 10 years, and you calculate the amount of times that you're actually, you've actually been home, and you, and you spend time with him. How you're much like, money you made, and you're like, well, does it really? Does it pan out? out? Yeah. Does it pan out? No. It doesn't. No. It really doesn't. Makes sense. So like at the end of the day, that's that's probably the, the biggest awesome. lesson I learned in life. We're traveling on not not what the knowledge that's been passed down to me through work. Right. That I greatly appreciate, man. The stuff that I've learned through all the older generations before me, right. and props to all the baby boomers, man. They they really pave the way. Yeah. For guys like me and everything else that came yeah. behind them, like my parents. My parents' parents that 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 built this country, that that put the time, the hard work, because I see what they did back in the day, and on some of the jobs that were on, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, how the hell did they build that? Yeah, with those kind of tools. We got these fancy tools now, these power tools, everything, cordless and drills and shit. They didn't have that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they didn't they didn't do none of that. And you're like, I the times back then were a lot harder than what they are now. Right. And they were able to, to construct what they did. Right. And and it, it worked and it was efficient. And it you know, and it brought us to this day. Yeah, it and allowed now us we're that just changing it now. Yeah. You know, so like I find that's cool. 
so this that mm -hmm. that I learned from the knowledge and the, the, the stuff that I learned through them like through construction or like through carpentry um, right. cement operating blueprint reading like I mm -hmm. I don't like to say I got grade 8 I read all blueprints I do right. all the stuff I can survey I can do all that other stuff that that went with the jobs like I yeah. learned that in the field. Just as practical. I didn't learn that in school. Mm -hmm. Like none of this, there's no teachers that taught me none of the stuff that I've learned. Mm -hmm. And then today, when we get on job sites, right. kids come fresh out of school, mm -hmm. like fresh out of school, and they get onto the job, and then they look at me and they're like, "Yo, man, you how how much schooling you got and how long you've been doing you're this like, for?" You have more and I'm like, that. "You probably got more schooling than me." 100% and I've been doing this since I've been 15 so like I'm just telling you like this is how it's done yeah, and then they're like well this is not how we learned it I'm like yeah but that doesn't matter how you learned it in school in the field this applies to this yeah it's different when this you could get, apply to something else yeah but this is how we're doing like in the right yeah. the right mind this is how you really want to do it but mm -hmm. in real life um, circumstances and all the other stuff this is how it's done right in real life mm -hmm. like it's, it's it's different so like yeah for for life lessons, it's got to be don't don't take the money over family time. Hundred percent. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if they're gonna wild like do you think they're gonna go wild camping at all? Wild camping? Yeah, like they're just gonna like pitch a tent somewhere in Bangkok. <laughs> I, I, I Dude, I told him he's like, cause it, and he was so worried too. Eh? He, yeah. Like I got him so paranoid too. I'm like, yo, what are you gonna do about those street piranhas? Stop! He's like, what the fuck? What are street piranhas? I'm like, those are pack of little kids that run up and just cut your backpack and take all your shit. He's like, they do that? I'm like, yeah, man, they do that. I'm like, they're called street piranhas, bro. Street piranhas. I'm like, bro. straight up, they're gonna take all your stuff. And they're like, no. And then he starts looking it up, mm -hmm. and it's such a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, they got like little knives and they cut the bottom of your backpack and they take all your stuff. And then they swarm you like a bunch of them and they just. So he's all paranoid now. So now he's like trying to bulletproof his backpack. Yeah. And <laughs> get that reinforced. He's like, yo, where do I get the like a heavy duty backpack? And I'm like, yo, man, it's like you're 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 good, man. You're good. So, you're so I gave him one of my traveling backpacks. I had this. Uh, it's like a like a hiking backpack. It's got mm -hmm. the, the reinforced bars in there, so it takes oh, all the tension off the bottom of your back right. and stuff like that. So you can backpack for a long time, right? Yeah. So I used it. To travel all over, obviously construction, and then uh, so uh, I lent that to him, and I'm like, I'll see you back in six months when you get back, you know. Right. And then uh, yeah, so like he's planning, they're planning to stay at these, and I told him about these little light pods that they have. Yeah. In Bangkok and stuff. Okay. You know these these pods? Uh, did you ever did you ever see these? I Never hear them. Think so. So okay, instead of renting a motel room for like hundreds of dollars, okay, you can rent. In Asia now, in Thailand, Bangkok, life pod. Yeah, they're 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 just little pods that you can rent, and it's just like it's in a motel. It's a, it's a fancy motel, but your your pod is like literally like fifteen bucks a night. Yeah, jeez. You rent these little tiny pods. Which which one is it? You think? Is it one? Like it's sleeping pods. You should write like the sleeping pods. Yeah. Find. Like, put a sleeping pod. Yeah, sleeping pod. Yeah. You'll see what I mean, man. They're like, they're like motels, bro. And that's all there is. It's just you like tiny little pods, bro. And they got TVs in them and all that stuff. But they're just like, you can rent two man pods or single pods, and it's like, 
it costs the cost dramatically. A lot of people are they're, that's what they're doing now too. Like something like this, like a little. Oh. That's exactly yeah? it, bro. That's okay. exactly it. That's what those yeah, are. Hundred percent. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, man. You can rent those for like fifteen bucks a night. That's wild. Yeah. Jesus. Man. And that's like, and now like backpackers are starting to use these now right. a lot more. It's becoming yeah. a thing. It's like, and then you get to there's full motels of straight right. just that. Jesus. Like there's cool. thousands of these little pods in each wing. There's so each wing, and then there's like. A washroom in the middle, mm -hmm. so like each floor, to for you because you only use your pot to sleep, and right. then you got a, you got your little locker that you use all in the same wing. Yeah. And then when you need to use your washroom and stuff, it's all in the same you wing. Just go to the washroom. And then there's like a, um, a community in the middle there. It's like a like a little restaurant or whatever. All your food, all your oh, stuff. Okay. Yeah. So all the wings attached to this. Like it's a whole goes, common area. You yeah. go through this common. Yeah. Yeah, man. And it's it's pretty cool, dude. So like yeah, if I cute. ever backpack and travel around, it's like that's what you can do. I'm staying in the pots. And, and is that Save is money. that just Asia? I'm not sure, yeah. but like I know like I, I, I the Bangkok started to have them a lot more. Okay. It's more into like Perfect. the overpopulated communities. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, it's like Beijing, like if China. If you go to China, Beijing is insane. Yeah, man. So like if you go there, like they they can't they don't have enough room, bro, to jack and big motel no, and each all. person in a room like yo man that's luxury it's crazy yeah they, they don't have that kind of stuff there so like they have more of these pods mm -hmm. and then the pods that's pretty sweet yeah that's i think really it, cool. i thought it was pretty sweet and then you can charge your phone you can do whatever you have all your utility plugins in there all right. that's all in there your tv and everything yeah. your little ac it's not too bad it's not too bad man mm -hmm. you just use it to sleep up. yeah that's cool though that's less expensive though than the Way hotels or hostels expensive. or something because if you do if you do the math in between the wing, I bet you they're probably pulling more money per wing than if you'd have, say. Because each wing you can probably fit only two hotel rooms. Right. So now, True. So now true. those two hotel rooms, you say like they're 150 bucks a night. That's only 300 bucks amongst two people, and that takes so much space. Yeah. It's so a now lot you're going with these little pods, right? You have 300 bucks for four and, and people. In a wing, you're fitting like. 12 people oh shit and each person is like say they're paying like uh, i don't know i don't know exactly how much yeah they are, just but say I mean, 30 just say 30 bucks right. for your pod right 30 10 people you got you 300. you're still pulling in the same money yeah. but then you got more people in there so that that puts more money into your food your the rest so you got more more people generally mm -hmm. that's what you're bringing to your hotel instead of so many people that are going to spend that much if you're drawing a bigger crowd obviously the bigger crowd's going to spend more money right. it's the way to think man they're there's it's, they're, they're, it's yeah. so fast we got all this space out here Ooh, oh dude but canada's got yeah, so it's freaky second largest country and we don't even use the top half of it yo i had a buddy that like, um i met uh he was here, he was doing a mining thing and mm -hmm. compaction stuff and he was doing, he comes here from Congo, uh, he does all his schooling here for mining and stuff like that right. and then compaction and all that. So uh, he was doing a placement at uh, an engineering firm that was working with us on one of our bridges right. and he came on and he was like, he was telling me the places that he went and visited and that and this and that. Right. And he's like, yo, Canada man, everybody's got a big house. Like everybody's 
got yeah. big driveways and everybody's got a car. And he's like, you guys are so rich. He's like, it, it's got to be one of the richest places, man. He's like, dude, it's like your healthcare, your this. Like, I don't think people in Canada understand how good they have it. No, it's crazy. And that's I one mean, thing that I heard yesterday. I didn't travel around the world, but no. like I, I met a lot of people Who from had, around the yeah, world that traveled the world. And, and they came here and they told us, like, yeah. I mean, you guys don't know how good you guys have it. You got running water in your house. Yeah, it's freaky, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's, that's a luxury to them. It's, yeah, it's what you said, he's from Congo? Yeah. It's a little different from here. Nice. Pretty so different. Like, so like, they, huh. he, the stuff that he's seen, and yeah. not just Congo, he's been in like, cause obviously he studied in the mining, so there's mm -hmm. different fields of like, mining, right? So he's right. been by like, some of the roughest places in the world, bro. I and then he, that's what he said, like, he, Canada, man, everybody's got a car. That's what it made him amazing. Yeah, like people come here and they're like, Yo, got Yo, people get made fun of when they don't have a car <laughs> yeah. and you're over 18. Yeah, you're like 18, just, you're like, yeah, Yo, you don't got a car yet? And my buddy's girlfriend be like, You don't have a car? I'm like, You don't either. Like, you're 22. And I was like, So? I was like, I just haven't got one yet. I don't need one. I bike places. And the wages. Canada has high wages. Okay, so I'm about to drop. You want to hear something crazy I read the other day? And I like fact, well, so I heard it on Joe Rogan's podcast, but then I fact checked it, right? And the statistics, uh, just to put everything in perspective for everyone watching and like listening, is if you make over $30,000 a year, you're in the upper 1% of the world. How much is that? Just let oh, that sink in. Oh, buddy. That's if you make more than that. You're only 1% of the world. You're that in makes the 1% of the world. That makes that. That, that makes. Oh, the 1% of the world, if you make $30,000 a year or more, you're in the 1% of the world. That makes. So that means? Let, that means 99% of people make less than $30,000 a year. That is 7.2, like 7 point whatever billion people. If you make over 30,000, how, how? less make than less 30. Than, make less than 30, you're in 99% of the population. Buddy, I'll tell you right now. How fucked up is that? If you are a you can get it's a insane. minimum wage job here in Canada. That's okay, wait. I don't think all our minimum no. wage is all the same here. No. Like because I think Alberta's minimum wage is like sixteen bucks or something. Yeah, ours is what fourteen fifty, fifteen. I think it's close to being fifteen yeah. in the region. Whatever it is, yeah. Whatever it is, more than twelve. Um, if you make fifteen bucks, okay, do the math on this. You make fifteen bucks. Forty. And you work no, no, you work a construction job because there's more construction workers. There's more yeah. uh, infrastructure people in, in in the line of work in Canada than mm -hmm. there is of like doctors or or any other any other trade right right because infrastructure is huge it's all our roads it's our, our, our buildings it's everything it's it's all all our trades guys I don't think any trade person or anybody that's in that type of work works less than 50 hours a week they work 10 hour days yeah. and then you get like the guys like us that work like the 12, 13. Now do that at 15 bucks an hour and you're working say 60 hours a week. Yeah, and you're making a little bit more than 30,000. Yo, and you're just yeah. an average Joe Blow here on that. But you're like, we are, us right now sitting down talking about it are in the 1% of the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely yeah. in the 1% yeah. of the world. But it's like, that's up. just going to say, I don't like in Canada, that's why people think Canada is so rich. They're, 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 the, the people that 
like the jobs that here that are here and the amount of hours that we actually work mm-hmm. like but on that on that how many hours is that based on i honestly i think it's like i think they do classic like nine five forty hours 40 hours that's what they base it on i think if they were to do i think that's just on, like it might have just been a survey they took or something there wasn't like that no i'd have to look more into it Sure, we can find out. So, like, what's minimum wage in the states? Okay, I'm gonna see. Um, I never thought of that. I never think of like the states with most things. I always think, um, like, like compared to minimum Europe wage in the states, and then compared minimum wage in Europe, and then yeah. do Canada after. Like, I, I'm telling you, like, okay, uh, minimum wage in the states. All right, here we go. Ooh, this is cool, it gives us the whole. Yo, it's different for every state. Like, um, yeah, well, it's different, yeah, as you it's can different here for every province. Like, um, has province mandated. Has. Okay, so guess what their minimum wage is, no matter what, for the federal government. Um, since July 24, 2019, the federal government government has mandated a nationwide minimum wage of seven twenty-five per hour. What? Yeah. That's their minimum wage? Yeah, and then it depends on, um, oh, peaked at 11 uh, because of the inflammation adjusted dollars in 2018 it is at 11.79 per hour and then yeah so minimum, 11.75 minimum, an hour yeah. okay so minimum wage in minimum wage in the u.s in 2018 is remains yeah the minimum one is 7.25 per hour 7.25 an hour yeah they're fighting to increase it to 10 so and they wonder why people don't make 30 grand a year yeah to canadian dollars the u.s dollar for one united states dollar equals one dollar and 32 cents canadian so i was almost right i was yeah. like, I, thought, I thought i thought i said a dollar 20 a while ago yeah so, I think so so it's even more than that 32 yeah. cents yeah, more, more than our dollar yo that's that's yeah. money that's crazy. so like what's that if they would oh. work a seven dollar an hour job Compared to our minimum wage, so yeah. say do, um, uh, on a, a normal person that would work say uh, a Four. fast food job, right? Yeah, they so would probably like 14, work about 15. thirty-five hours a week. Yeah, so times thirty-five, five hundred seven. Five hundred seven plus they got to pay tax. Right. So then let's multiply that by what? One point one five. Yeah. Go with that for fun. Five eighty-three. No, I should have divided it. You yeah, you got to divide that. Might just fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go that. That brings like that just goes to show you that they don't. Their country don't really care, man. No, dude. I don't know what goes on with that. Their country don't care. You, man. you know where I think you know where uh, I think all that money goes. I think it's the industrial. Uh, and you know what's crazy about that? Industrial military. Do you want to know what's crazier about all of that? Is this is why I say Canada is gotta be one of the best countries, man. I know our, our healthcare is like what second or third or something like that. I think Europe's got a wicked good healthcare. Yeah, they got. A, my buddy got a, his appendix removed. Not his appendix. He his navel bursted. His belly button bursted when he was in just after he finished climbing the Alps. This was after he did the Alps before I met him in Germany, and he was in Germany just kicking it in one of the hospitals. So he's like, yeah, it was great. They gave me pudding. 
cool James. But they fixed Sweet. it. Yeah, they fixed and them up free. like it was nobody's business. Yeah. It's that so, travel insurance. Okay, so like I know they got wicked good healthcare. Yeah. Just like Canada, something like that. Probably even better. Yeah. Um, the States, man. Dude, you make seven, what, 45 an hour? Seven fifty. Yeah, seven twenty-five. Seven twenty-five an hour. Yo, you, you make seven twenty-five an hour. You walking home from your job, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're not paying attention or whatever. You had a rough day, and you're coming off the curb. You roll your ankle and you break your foot. Yeah. Yo, you got a hospital bill now, just man. Just for X-rays, just to find out what's wrong. That the you clinic. need to pay for, and now you got to pay rent on this, and you got to pay your phone. You got to pay your. How do you live? Yo, how do you live, man? Oh man, ah, it freaks me out. That's what I mean. How it do you freaks live? Me out a lot. That's like, and then people sometimes here are like, ah. and I'm like, don't ever bitch about Canada. Man. Yeah, you've no. got it made here. No. You, there's so much work. There's mm-hmm. an abundant amount of work here. So there's all kinds of trades. There's schoolings are some of the best. We have it, it's all over, man. Like it's Canada is such a good place to be. It's my favorite from country. From the healthcare, from your, like even our, our yeah. minimum wage is now 15 bucks. I think they, they're, they were talking about it. It's going to be going up and up and up and up in the past or in the next couple, three years or something like that. So and that just goes to show like, oh, Okay. So the average net salary, and I'll explain why I chose Croatia. So the average net salary is 3,500 euros. Okay, in Zaged, so Croatia. And what that is, is, um, anyways. So when I was in Croatia, so I guess 505.9 euros per month is the average, okay. Um, when I was in Croatia, my buddy James and I, we tipped these waitresses and we tipped them. But the thing is, is we gave them like 10 euros. They were 10 euros? I gave them, we gave them like 12 euros between the two of us. Okay. So if their per month is 505 euros, and that's average, that might not have been them. They were serving at like a relatively fancy, re- nice restaurant, right? Yeah. But still serving their hostess and servers at restaurants, not like business owners. Right? So <laughs> gave them like 12, 15 euros. Do you think that makes a bit of a dent in their 500 a month one? Yeah, a little bit. It increases that. And they, one of the things, so one of them got my, like, uh, we give a, uh, we talked for like a while, right, with them. And they got, she was, this is how mad she was, okay? We gave them our Instagrams, right? Two hours later, I got a DM from one of them. That was, why the fuck did you tip us that much? And I. Why were they mad? Because that's like. And like home. they would expect a euro as a tip because it's 500 500 bucks for example right? yeah, 500 bucks yeah would you do that? it's I'd so grateful mu- i don't know like oh my god you I just gave like, me yeah. some like, we're not pitying you we're just like yo it was a great time chatting with you we laughed so much like here you go and they were just not about it at all like she dm'd me and was like what the fuck like why would you and then james and i are just like like this is our money like Food was really good. You recommended the food. I like, believe that. Yeah, 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 dude. DM was like, "What the fuck?" 
why would you tip us that much money? And James is like, consider it to your education. And like she, one of them I think was going, was studying to become a dentist, right? Very smart girl. Studying to become a dentist. And the dentist, because James and I talk wages, right? That's why this conversation's coming up. Because I'm like, we talked wages with all of them, right? Because we told them what we, we do. And then they were like, oh yeah, cool. And then, because uh, James is like studying to be a nurse, right? And so he's like, yeah, I can, I look to make this much to this much. And they're like, what do you, and they're like, what? And we're like, that's not even, and I'm like, yeah, I can make this to this one. They're like, that's not. And we're like, that's not a lot because we're starting out at that. And they're like, oh, fuck. Like, I think dentists, they said, would look to make like 23,000 a year. Like dentists, dude. Like the dentists who have houses on the lake. Dude. Sandman. Yeah, they go over there and make twenty three grand a year. Dude, they come here and make I'm like millions, yeah. millions of dollars because they have their own business, they have their own thing, they have their own echelons. World it's crazy. different. World it's crazy different. how yeah. like the the what people make and and they're so like I had a chance to meet a, a foreign exchange student. Oh, cool. Where was it? From? Brazil. So there are two of them, a husband and wife. They came Where's down it? and. Uh, we were working actually with my uh, my father-in-law mm-hmm. at the mines, and they were doing this uh, electrical whatever they were doing. Right. There. Anyways, and I had a chance to sit down and have supper with them, and they were telling cool. me how much uh, how much money they would actually make when they go back home with the the education that they have here. And I was like, oh, what are you what are you guys thinking? And they're like, oh, engineering of some sort. Anyway, she's like, I want to go back home, and she's like, I'll be making about twenty five thousand dollars a year. You make like start seventy. Dude. And I'm like, whoa, say that one more time. Whoa, she's whoa. like, yeah, I'll be making about twenty five thousand a year. I was like, you're like, you're an engineer, man. Yeah. You should be making like a hundred, if not more, a year. Yeah. And then she's, she's like, no, in our country, like. This is each job has a, a base pay. You don't you don't move up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is what we pay you, right. and that's it. So you gotta be happy with what we pay you. Mm-hmm. There's no promotions like, and if you do get a promotion, it's not like you're you're getting a, a money promotion. You're you know getting a job you're getting title like promotion. A job title promotion. God, and I'm man. like, are you serious? She's like, yeah. That's why when we're done here, we're gonna go back to our country. We're gonna work, but we're gonna apply to be able to come to Canada. Work. Right. Because they looked all around, mm-hmm. like they they were looking at the states, they were looking at where to to use their education and move to and to make good good amount of money. And then she said that if they were to move to Canada and start here in the mines, they would automatically start at two hundred and thirty thousand a year. Wow, two hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year. I was like, that's a start pay. For what you're going to school for, and your country was gonna give you twenty five grand, I was like, uh, what? I was Jesus like, Christ. so yeah, that just goes to show you like the amount of dollars that are difference in between the countries and what it's worth. And yeah, it's a lot. And what other countries literally pay. It. It's a big difference. It's crazy. And then there's some countries when you're born, they tell you what you're gonna be in life. Yeah, I don't understand. You don't that. get the right to choose. You're like, you're this. You're like, so, I can't even piss on myself. Like, by myself. <laughs> you're gonna, Yo, imagine like, this. Man. And there's some, some countries, there's like, when you're born in the family, you're like, 
your wife is gonna be born tomorrow. You know what I mean? And you're like, you're like, like four wow. years old already. Hmm. And it's arranged marriages. It's freaky. Yeah. That's crazy. Not right? about not about that. Hey. Not about that. Imagine. Could you imagine being arranged marriaged? How do you think that's gonna go down? I don't know. So like, you're four years old. Your wife is just getting. She's just born. Right. And then you guys grow up, not seeing each other, not getting to know the other, nothing. never seeing your significant other, and then at the age of eighteen or whenever they feel like it's time for you to get married, they're like, "Okay, tomorrow, you're gonna meet your wife," and you're it's a big like, deal. "Oh boy, like oh shit, you don't sleep that much inside." Before. You're like, "She better be in that full panic mode." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, tomorrow is like it's a big day. I don't bash on it, like okay, yeah, it's, I'm, it's I'm not bashing on it. I'm just saying for me, like oh, I wouldn't personally dude, do it. Dude, I would be panicking so hard on the inside. I don't know how they're not panicking, man. Like yeah. to like all religions are like to each your own. Religion is really right. I don't ever get in topic with religion with some people because it gets really really heated. So yeah. um, everybody's got their own beliefs. Yeah. 100%. Everybody's got their own beliefs. Mm-hmm. Believe what you want to believe in. I'm not here to bash on your belief. Uh, I'll sit here and talk to you even though you... Like you're one thing or the other. Yeah, you, you can be like, oh, I love Satan. I'd, I'd still sit here and have a conversation with you. I'm not yeah. going to say you're wrong because who am I to tell you you're wrong? Right. Right. No one really do, knows. Do, no, nobody knows. Everybody do your own thing, man. Um, but to, to, to have somebody be like, okay, tomorrow, man, you're getting married. And you're like, it's like, actually, I can. I'm supposed to be boating with Jimmy at two. Snap. Dad, I had other plans. You know? Like... Sorry, Dad. You know? <laughs> like, your life is planned out for you, man. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, I can do that. That's crazy. I can do that. I... Here's the thing. I say I couldn't do that, but what if... Like, if we grew up in that culture, I think you think there wouldn't be much of a know it in any other way. Tell me. That's even if you grew up in that culture, don't... You, you can't you tell me better. there's a point of view that's not panicking on the inside before yeah. you step up on that, you know? I don't know how they get married. I don't know if they do it traditionally, mm-hmm. like how you see it in movies and how everybody else does it. They go to a church or sure. whatever and they get married or they go to a place and it's like both families get together and it's, right. it's a celebration of however. Yeah, true. But like when sure. you're, say you're a man at 18 and you're standing there right. and then... And he's like, this guy comes in and he's like, you're going to marry my daughter. And she's standing there and you're staring at her and she's staring at you and you're like, oh, snap. What's your favorite color? You know? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like, I don't, you, don't, you, yeah. you don't know this person, right? And I'm not sure. This person cannot be for you. Yeah, because there are people that aren't. This person can no. seriously not be for you, but you're forced by religion to be with this person for the rest of your life. I almost wouldn't want to be with that person just because I'm forced. Yo, some some marriages, man, last forever and the people end up by yeah. falling in love with each other and they truly love each other and they have kids and they have all kinds of stuff. Kudos to them. Straight up props to you guys, man. You guys are awesome. But for the rest of the people, yo, I would love to be the camera guy. This is our first night together. Just commentate on it. You know, like, 
they're conversating on everything. And then they're like, oh, homeboy's really not feeling this right now. Look at the eyes that he's giving her. <laughs> like, dude, like, and then, like, you, you can get, a like, a, a wife that, like, wants nothing of you. Like, you're sleeping in yeah. For, like, 30 years, separate beds. Yeah. You know, we procrastinated once, and you only have, like, we have this one kid because we slept together yeah, once. one time. And then after we're sleeping in separate rooms because we can't even talk to each other. Like, imagine oh, that uh, life, bro. No. Your, your life a nightmare for yeah. the rest of your life, yeah. bro. Because you can't get out of it because of all the... Through religion. Sure, the religion wouldn't allow it. I don't know about no. marital. And it's frowned upon. Yeah. And there's never an arranged marriage mm-hmm. that is like, okay, put it this way. You're a grown-up. You know your game. Right. You know your game. You know, like girls are not attractive to you. You're into guys. Yeah. So like you know pretty quick. Yo, man, you get an arranged marriage and you're like, you're, you're like, next. It's it's some girl that you're like, oh man, and then you you know deep down inside what you are. Yeah. Right. And but you can't say nothing because society's gonna look upon you at a different way and a different thing. And then this is an yeah. arranged marriage, and it's not like. And I feel like everybody that ever looks at arranged marriages is like, oh, no, man, that's like India stuff. That's like, you know, that, that those are Asians. Those are, you know, they're, they're, they're from different cultures. No, man. Arranged marriage happens here in Canada, too. Yeah, it's just about... Like, it happens all over the for world, sure. bro. It religion could be happening to... Right, your next-door neighbor could be arranging mm-hmm. a marriage right now. Like, you know what I mean? Right. It happens everywhere. Know. It's not... Yeah. It, it, it's not talked about. It's not... Mm-hmm. People don't ever talk about it but like it happens everywhere it does yeah, it's pretty freaky i have a buddy who um on that uh, i have one story about same-sex marriages like that kind of thing and then i have my buddy's opinion that i want to tell you about because i think that's hilarious so one time my buddy james and i we road tripped europe right um and so i'm in my, i'm in a relationship right the whole way James isn't. So there was that, and I told you that story after training, right? About how he was like in uh, in Croatia. This was actually like right after, like that story took place right after he, um, right after we tipped the two waitresses twelve euros, and they got super pissed. So like three hours later, we were with the three girls, and like one of them was talking about her relationship with me, and I was talking about like my relationship with my girlfriend to her, and we were like going back and forth, and we had like a friend translating because I know like the smallest amount of Spanish enough to like find out how they're doing and where to eat but other than that nothing at all so she was telling me and then like yeah yeah like here you go like this is this is what my boyfriend looks like and i was like oh you guys look really happy together right and i'm like i don't care what he looks like i think fuck like i'm happy he's nice to you and you're not like oh he hits me and then i'm like well this is uncomfortable now you know, <laughs> this is so yeah, awkward. You know? it's like you don't want that it's like i'd rather you show me a photo of you guys being happy and me being like oh that's cute like good for you guys i'm super happy like more people should have be happy together like that. Great. He's like, man, he's hot. I'm like, well, you just made this all uncomfortable. Yeah. Now I'm super uncomfortable because I don't want to. So fast forward, um, uh, I think, or back up, sorry, a month before, or two weeks before, three weeks before, whatever. We're in Romania, okay? We're in, I think we're in Transylvania, and we're going to vampire camping, okay? And we have a tent, it's like a three, like three person tent, Three person, two people comfortably, okay? So, whatever, we'd crash in the tent whenever we wouldn't be in a place that have good enough hostels, right? So, crash in the tent, we show up to this vampire camping, right? 
we walk in, it's about 10, 30, 11 at night. And we're sitting there, uh, we're waiting, guy walks up, we walk up to the guy, right? This is in like the heart of Romania, okay? Like seven hour time difference from here. And we're like, look at him, like, I ask the guy and we're like, hey, um, here, uh, to uh, one night. He's like, one night? We're like, yeah. He's like, one night? And we're like, yeah, how many people? We're like, two. It's, it's us. He's like, oh, okay. Camper, tent, car, and we're like, um, one tent. And he's like, one tent? We're like, I'm like, yeah, for two of us, one tent, like, cool, right? So you can see where he, his head's going. And he's like, one tent, two people? Looked at both of us back and forth, like, um, like, felt like a minute, but it was a good 15 seconds. And he was like, 16 euros. And we just gave him the money. We walked off. I was like, yeah, James, but he totally thought we were gay. Ah, <laughs> and, ah. he, and he was like, yes. He was like, yeah, fuck that guy. I was like, yeah, fuck him, man. Like, whatever. And then I got home and told my parents that story because I just think that's hilarious, right? And my uh, my mom's like, you do know, like, last week, and this was probably when I was telling your story, it was maybe, this was, yeah, it was maybe a month before uh, the story took place. Um, my mom's like, uh, you know, in Rom it's funny, Glenn, and I'm like, what is it? And she's like, Romania just passed a, a federal law that rules against same-sex marriages. And I was like, oh. Oh, snap. So they're like, they aren't like, oh, do your thing, be happy. They're like, no, hard no. That's a hard yeah, no. Yeah, a hard no. And I was just like, oh. So, like, James and I were just, like, we, did, we were just saying it. We didn't know, like, we don't think about that, right? Like, we've been friends for, like, six seven years like we're buddies like i'll crash next to him in a tent it's not a big deal so yeah. we're not gonna fucking cuddle so it's like a fucking roll my way he rolls his we don't talk until the next day and then he's like so for us it's nothing but for this guy's and then me telling my mom that her telling me about this federal law i was like so we got in there two weeks early and she's like yeah but he he knew i was like because we, us, it was oblivious he to was, us, right? He was like, yeah, he's he was looking in front of like, you guys, like, yeah, he was like, Yo, you guys, guys are... yeah, we're like, uh, no, we're just trying to tent for the night. You want our euros or not? But he's just kind of like, yo, that's why a lot of people from yeah. different countries come to Canada to get yeah. married. It's fucking weird. Well, it's weird. Right? Well, sex marriage it's, cultural, it's, yeah. it's happened. It, it, it's it's here. Yeah. It's people got to be okay with it, man. Like, yeah, it's like do your thing, just don't do your thing in front of me. I really don't care. Bro. Like, That's well, my honest opinion. Yeah, I really yeah. don't care. If you want to be happy in public and, and do what you you, you do, you, you guys got to be happy, man. That's Everybody fair. has a right to their That's happiness, fair. man. Like, I'm not, I don't need to, to, to sit and be like, uh, and, and, and say, no, it's wrong and it's God made men and women. And no, man, God made us all equally. Right. Live your life, man. Sure. Live your life. Do you do you? Like, yeah. If, if this what makes you happy, then do that, man. Don't True. don't let That's what society thinks of you. And this is sometimes another thing tough, too. But like parenting went way out of left field there, man. From where I grew up. Now society <laughs> and this, I have a real big problem with this. Okay, let us know. Preach. Society. Preach. On parents <laughs> are so rough on parents. Yeah. People out there that have these little cameras on their phone. And then when a parent is trying to discipline their kid or they're trying to do something to try, I'm not saying beat your kid up, but I'm talking about like you're disciplining, disciplining your kid. Yeah, I, thought, I, I was raised with slaps 
And you know what I mean? I was like, hit quite a bit, girl. Yeah, man, because yeah. I did some bad shit. Yeah. And like, you never stole someone's Game Boy again. Yeah, you know when you're doing <laughs> bad shit, you're gonna get slapped, man. Like right. straight up, like there's nothing wrong with getting an ass slap, bud. Like straight up, you did something wrong, you're getting an ass slap. That's yeah. it. You're a kid. That's you deserve to get that's what an happens, ass slap. Yeah. So these day and age, you're saying Walmart, and the kid is hanging off mom. And mom is has another one in the thing, and she's going bonkers. She's you know, yeah. she's overwhelmed. There's people like crazy. The kids pulling on everything off the shelf, and you know, she puts them on the ground for two seconds, and she says, "Don't move." And I just gotta help your little sister, and he's old enough to understand what "don't move" is. Right. Don't move means don't move. Stay by mom's side. Yeah, true. And this little shit just takes off, and then now he's breaking shit. Right. So now mom feels embarrassed, blah, blah, blah. She starts yelling. She wants to yell and give him a butt slap and put him back into the thing, right? Yeah? Well, the first time mom gets red, this comes out. And people are like this. And now they're filming mom, trying to discipline her kid. And then their reaction is, let's post this on social media and see what everybody else thinks. Who gives a with everybody yeah. else nobody else's business about, it's nobody else's business does any, anybody else kids. live in her life right now like is anybody else trying to you manage know. the stress and the kids and the shopping and and trying to get everything done Didn't and being back home and i gotta be here and i got nobody's doing that man no. nobody's perfect nobody has any but society are so fast to judge man they're like let's judge this right now let's put a little yeah. vote scale and then next thing you know mom has like a thousand comments on her thing saying, people bash you're a bad mom thing. you're yeah. a shitty mom you're this what? you're that someone should you should your never slap yeah, your kid i would have never i would have talked to my kid or like a mom that loses her cool and she turns around she says shut up to her kid because her kid's yeah. like mom and someone's yo, it's like that, that gets annoying no matter who that you mom are. needs to blow off steam because if she doesn't, she's gonna take those kids and stick them in the friggin' oven when she gets home. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that mom needs to blow yeah, steam, absolutely. man. Like for real, she's a human being. Let her do her thing, and don't be so quick on judging a parent on how they're disciplining your kid. Right, it's not you, your business. Do you? Do I tell you every day? that you should be doing a certain thing a certain way? No, then we shouldn't be judging that parent a certain way. I'm not saying grab your kid and beat him up, but yo, if that kid is out of control and he needs a butt slap to straighten him up, man, Mm -hmm. give that kid a butt slap and do what you gotta do. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying abuse your kid. I'm just saying there's difference in between abusing and disciplining your kid. That's true. Like punching your kid in the face because he asked for something. That is straight up abuse. But like, you know, your kids like, skip school, you come in, you grab them by the throat, you jam them on the wall, and you, you start face slapping them. That's abuse. Yeah, that's excessive. You know what I mean? Sure. That is abuse. Like but, like, if your kid's abuse. about to touch a hot ass fire with his hands on the grill, and he's like five years old, not, not understanding, you he, at all, and yeah. you grab his hand and you pick him right up and you give him a butt slap, and you're like, no, that's hot, man, you're gonna seriously hurt yourself, yeah. and you send him off. You're just trying to be mama bear to try to protect your cup. Right, that's not abuse. That's not abuse. That's like, hey, but you do this, that right there, hurt. that simple gesture of what she did to discipline her kid is what's posted on social media. That is what's yeah. The conversation that a parent has with their kids being by being like, don't do that, don't do, that is what's posted. And they're always, they're always looked upon like, uh, you're a bad parent, you're, they're always judged by neighbors, right. by family members, by, 
Society today turned so sour, man, compared to what it was back in yeah. the day. I've seen hockey moms and hockey dads trip right out on, on their kid when they didn't score a goal on the ice or they didn't do something. You know what I mean? That was crazy back in the day. And you don't see none of that. No. On, it was no parent back in the day would ever comment on none of that. Today, though, today's parents and today's, it's insane. Everybody is in everybody's business. Everybody's like be in somebody's business when you see something wrong, like in life, but don't be in somebody's business because he's disciplining. Like, I'm yeah. like, I, I've watched many parents try to discipline. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah, I'll wait till three. I, I watched many parents discipline their kids, and I've watched parents go out of control. Mm -hmm. So, the out of control parents, I've always said something about it. They're, yeah, they're trying to teach their kid a life lesson here. Right. Stay out of it. Discipline your kid. Do what you got to do with yours. Yeah, mind your own business. It's worse because mind majority your own business to a certain like extent. I'm not fair. saying fair. if you see an abuse, walk away from it. That's not what I'm saying. No. Like if you see abuse, it's abuse, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you, but have, like, you should know the difference. Yeah, but like, if, like when people are like, nobody should ever get slapped. No, Fucking everyone's too right. Quick. They're Somebody too quick to judge about it. Slapped. Yo, if this kid is a bully at school, right? And he's been bullying this kid time and time and again. And you guys had 15 conversations with him and you sat him down and you had even a cops present and you, you, you made law enforcement a, a, a thing of scare tactic right. for the kid. Okay, now you, you, you've used all these tactics that don't work. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Oh, yeah. that worked. It's like, well. Oh, that worked. That 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 certainly worked though. But but that's that's shunned on. That's like yeah. no, you can't. People are too, no, people are too quick that. to judge. They're too quick it, to judge, man. Like you 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 tried everything. Sometimes all a kid needs is a rough slap on the butt and right. go home, man. You you you're on your way home. And yo, you said that. it though with the difference between abuse and discipline. I find that if the kids are being like I've believed, never had to, I never had to smack my kid. Never in a million years, I've never had to. My kid grew yeah, up, which is golden. It, like his his mom was like his mom's the best mom I've ever right. seen man like she's like she was always on him she was you know what I mean like he's well raised polite mannered True. he has respect for his elders he has you know without any smacking I'm not saying every kid needs a smack but I'm saying yeah don't shine kids, on that being a method of there's discipline. some kids man right. that are just like and not all kids need friggin uh, what you call that there uh, no, um, so phones is one of the worst things, but like a lot of people are like, they're so fast on saying, oh, my kid's ADD or oh, my kid's this. Trust me, oh, we need medication. No, man, your kid's just overactive, man. It's a child. Yeah, they're he's a, a kid, child. you know, like, like when a kid is running wild and he's going, wow. Yeah. Okay, those are kids, man. Yeah. That's what a kid does. They're so fast on saying, oh, no, my kid's ADD, let's give them yeah, let's fucking dose them up. Yeah, let's let them not. And then they don't eat while they're at school the whole time. So then they wonder, well, your kid's doing shitty in school. Well, he's on the medication. It's like, yeah, but while they're on the medication, this There's is zombies. me speaking from firsthand. It's like, you don't eat when you're on the medication. When you don't eat, you don't have energy. When you don't have energy, you don't focus, right? You don't properly feed your brain. Yeah. You don't everything, right? So, like, the kid is just a walking zombie after yeah. that. The car might be fixed, but if there's no gas in it, the car's not moving. Exactly. Right? But you said it though, with the bullying, I think kids who bully other kids are on the wrong side of the difference between discipline and abuse. Where they get abused, so they think it's okay to do that to other people. 100%. Whereas if they're disciplined, they know that's not okay. 
to do it. 100%. And I don't have... So, like, I, I noticed that, too, when I was younger. It's the understanding. Like, bullying it has to do with something that's wrong in their lives. They don't bully because they like it. They bully because there's something wrong with... It's an insecurity somewhere. It's, a, it's something in their lives that, that is not right with them. Right. And bullying masks that insecurity that they have. Right. So, like, if I bully you and I, I, I'm, I'm more... Like, I'm the alpha here. It makes me yeah. feel better of what's going on because I'm not the alpha back Sure, there. it's like a way of so dealing So, like, it's it. them trying to repress what they're getting i'm not a i'm not a psychiatrist over this but that's right. just the shit that i see mm-hmm. you know what i mean like generally a kid that goes and bullies and shit it's probably because he's getting fucking bullied at home or yeah something's happening and now he's doing it to others because he doesn't like it, it sucks to add that it happens to you right so they're doing it to others or like it, it's something now that i find like it's 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 targeted more into a group like they, it's, mm-hmm. it's group bullying now they're all together and they yeah. bully you on social media so like you mm-hmm. post something and that's why you can't have likes on instagram anymore and they, see who's they, liking you post something they're bashing you about it like mind your own business man right. like why you gotta bash me over what i'm posting like yeah you know like, you don't like what i'm posting don't don't like don't, it, don't like it me. don't follow me just simple as that do other things yeah. right so shit like that man <laughs> Oh, like from, from being yeah. at the club, man, and seeing all range of different types of people and where they're at, I, I started really noticing like different, like difference in between people. There's some people that are so shy that that don't that don't talk, that don't that stick to themselves, and and then there's other people that are just out there, right? So yeah, being at the club, I I started noticing even with the kids program, I started noticing um, like the difference between the kids and how they're all getting along and how there's different culture, right. but they can all sit together when they're focused on the one thing. Mm-hmm. They're doing jiu-jitsu. Interesting. So they're all sitting together, they're different cultures. Mm-hmm. But if you would put them in a classroom and inside a different environment, now they're, they're, they're going against each other. They're, but when they're all focused for the same goal, mm-hmm. they can work as a team and they can all sit together train and, and actually stand side by side right that's what I find it's, it's crazy about jiu-jitsu jiu-jitsu brings people together yeah. it doesn't matter what the culture media. you are who you are what you're all about you're gonna train with that person you're yeah. gonna physically have a, a, a connection with them mm-hmm. and then at the end of the day when you're walking off the mat you don't care if he's brown black Asian, white, right. whatever your culture is, whatever you you don't care what culture is. Yeah, true. You just care that he was there, doing the same thing as you, loving the same thing as you. So now you guys created that bond through that. School, ain't nobody want to be at school, man. Create that bond, bro. They're all right. there for their own damn selves. Yeah. They're there for education, and I'm out, man. They're done. They're not there. Yeah, for it's the something same they have goal. to do. It's not a team thing, school. School is not, it's not like you go to school and you're like, yo, this is your buddy and you're helping learning buddy in that. No, man, that yeah. kid's trying to bash that kid because that kid knows more than you. Mm-hmm. Yo, and Jits is the reverse. 
that guy knows more than you. You're sitting down listening to yeah, me. Yeah, that's exactly it. I'm like, you know what I mean? anyone who knows anything more, I'm like, hey, I'm Yo, you're like handing your knowledge. Yeah, and in school, you're like, the, the kids are like trying to make fun of the teacher. They're making fun of themselves. They're making yeah. fun of the smart kid in class. They're not, you know what I'm it's saying? It's like, I love the smart people. So like, I like, see that tell and, I'm me like, everything you know. and I'm like, if school, all schools had one jujitsu program. That's what I'm thinking too. Yo, do you know how much some school would be fight. much easier for some of the kids? They wouldn't hate school so much. <laughs> they get to relieve more stress, more energy, more anxiety. 100%, 100%. How do we need, how do we do that? Oh yeah, more people need to become instructors. More people need to do the process, take the journey of jujitsu, fall in love with it. I like now though, because it's getting more out there. And a lot of people are knowing it, and it's coming to more smaller cities and stuff. One hundred percent, it's 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 something that I think tricky to implement. But if they would apply something like that in school, some form of like something that teaches like because jujitsu don't care what religion you are, man. Yeah, I don't care if you're praying to Buddha or if you're you're praising whoever. I don't care. What I care about is the connection that we have right now. What we're doing right now. We're our our goal is to learn this, the, the, these techniques, is to learn right. this art, is to, so we're teaching and we're helping each other to learn this art. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like me and you, it's it's the whole family's doing the same thing, the whole class. Right. Everybody's involved, there's no click. You know, everybody's in the same click. Yeah. School is not like that. That's why it's so hard for kids to go to school. Yeah, it's difficult. They hate it. Like school, like I would hate to go to school today more than. Oh, be wearing it way back. Because now, like, if, you, if you're not wearing the right thing, if you're not you're not wearing nine hundred dollars sweaters, hanging with who, and you're not dressing in OVO you clothes, this many followers, not, it's like, yo, it's crazy, man. Society looks it's fucked crazy. Up. Yeah, it's everyone wants to Kanye West said it. Can't believe I'm quoting Kanye, but it is what it is. He said he's like everyone nowadays wants to look famous or look like they work hard instead of actually work hard or like want to look one way instead of actually trying to become that way or like try they want to create a lifestyle that they don't have and that's the problem with social media instead of just having a message where i talked to a guy a buddy of mine who uh he ran the trip when i went to south america he was one of the leaders there and i was like hey what's your take on social media? And he's like, I'll sit down and talk to you later. Okay. Just tell me, he's like, if you use it as your social media as a platform to communicate to people about, and his big thing is like living in the moment where he has like spectacle glasses. So he takes really cool like videos and stuff. So he's not looking down on his phone or taking photos. He's like, just clicking and does it. So it's a pretty cool idea he has there, but it's all about like spreading a message to people and then creating that community around the people who are inspired by your message and then you're able to take from them and then learn from them. Like I said, if you post a photo of you on the mat and I wasn't at that open mat, I'm like, I gotta go tomorrow. Serious, swear to God, every time I'm like, crap, I gotta go tomorrow. I had a B course put in work, I gotta go tomorrow. I gotta double down, you know? It's like, shit, I shouldn't have taken today. You know, it's that. I feel like that's the thing that's 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 like, like, all right. People, I'm like, oh, people don't know now. you're actually putting in the work unless it's posted. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. like, oh, you weren't there. You weren't doing this. Or you weren't doing that. You didn't, I didn't see yeah. no, none of your posts. And it's like, and then sometimes I catch myself doing shit like that. Right. And I'm like, was I really there? I'm not posting. Was I really there? I'm not you know posting. what I mean? You know me. It's like, did you really go to that music festival if you didn't post about it? Right. Shout out to all the people at Oshiega right now. Oh, fuck that. But 
Yeah, no, man, it drives me crazy, but I'll see stuff like that and be like, huh, that's why I can't post about it, because it's like, I want to I get to that. Like, I want to win and then be like, hey, by the way, I do this. Because it's seeing when, because the odd time when I do see a post of someone at training, I'm like, or I see the team photo and I, like, couldn't go to class that night, I was like, it's more, more, it's more it's motivation more motivation to, to go. see people putting yeah, in the work. Exactly, whereas, and I tell people, because I have a... Because it doesn't stay yeah. still. It's Not like a body of water, it always moves, yeah. man. Like, jiu-jitsu never stays still. No. Like, you can stop training, but others but don't, man. It's, yeah, they're just going to keep on. going, man. The show goes on. There's tournaments that are going to be put in tomorrow. Mm -hmm. There's people that are going to be winning worlds in, in a month from now. There's people that are going to be doing this and doing that and doing yeah. this. Jiu-Jitsu never stops. It never no. stops evolving also. Yeah, that's, that's a thing a that I part. like about yeah. Jiu-Jitsu so much. There's always it's so much something you don't know. that there, there, there's always new stuff, new steps, new yeah. new everything, man. It never stops. I, I, that's why I love Jiu-Jitsu so much. And like I said, you know when you love something really bad. It hurts, man. Because it hurts. It hurts. And no matter how bad it hurts, you keep going back. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's love. That's all right there. Man. That's the definition of love. If anybody wants to know the definition of love, is if when something hurts you so much, day in and day out, but you you, you still keep going back. Why? Because you love it. There's no. There's not supposed to be a rational explanation. There's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to make sense. It, it doesn't make it sense. Doesn't. Like I I, I, I try so to explain to up. people. I, I get home some nights. I'm all beaten up, and I'm like, oh man, I'm so sorry. Man. But as I'm saying that, man, I'm like. Oh, my arm, my neck, my shoulder. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh man, I wonder what we're gonna learn in class tomorrow. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about what are we gonna do in class tomorrow when my body's aching today. Body's like, like, I ain't doing class, right? Yeah, now. my body's like, I yeah. don't wanna be doing class, but my mind, Your mind's my mind's there. like, it's I'm already at class. Right, so I'm you like, follow that mind train, your body catches up and then you're there and you're like, fuck, I'm sore, but I'm still here. My Belt's tied up, my gi's on. 100%. I'm I'm like, I, 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 I just want to keep moving forward with the jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And then, like, there's one point in time, like, as I'm approaching the two-year mark on my jiu-jitsu, right. um, on the 14th, it's going to be two years. Cool. That I'm so pumped up. Let's go. Two years and doing jiu-jitsu. Um, I'm super excited for this. Uh, there's the one point in time in there. I think every jiu-jitsu practitioner does this. Um, I've asked people higher belts lower belt, like honestly same belt as me, but um, ask the simple question, have you ever once ever think that maybe this is not for you? Because of how you're progressing? No. So like, at one point in time I, I thought I was progressing so quick, and then I hit this little, like a little plateau, like a little bar where I'm like, shit like I feel like I'm not getting any better but then somebody put it in a perspective that I've actually seen what he was talking about he was like listen buds it's not that you're not getting better it's they're all getting better at the same time right so you're not your training is not it's not that you're not getting better with your training. It's that, that everyone's everybody that you're training with are getting better, faster, at the same time as you. So right. all your training are progressing so much. So you, you always feel like, oh man, I'm always getting, I'm always getting caught by that one, by this thing, by that thing. But 
what's really happening is you're getting better at defending it, but, but they're, they're also getting better, getting better at executing it because you're getting better at defending, defending it. It's a so the bar is constantly does. getting moved forward. So you're right. constantly trying to push, 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 to try to, to just up that one bar, that, that, that okay. next step, that next. So Jeez. that's why yeah. I've, 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 I've questioned that before. I've, I sat down that. and I asked professor, I had that little heart to heart. And I was like, man, professor, I don't think I'm getting any better than that. Like, I, I don't know if it's just me or what, but he's like, dude, you're getting a lot better. You're good, but you're not great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you 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 can do this, but you're not there. Right. You're, so when people look at it, they're like, "Well, that don't make sense." It's like, yeah, because like I'm training hard, but he's he's been training hard too, right beside me, and he's a higher belt level than me, and he's been putting the same amount of time, if not more time. So you guys are moving up together. Don't don't yeah. think that you're down one notch. He'll just always have those few years. He'll have that notch above you because he's got that little bit more knowledge. He'll have, you know. Right. You see and more. Then, been around it more. And just push push through the uh, push through adversity, man. Push through adversity. You, you push through adversity, and you'll actually see at the end how rewarding it really is. Love the jets, the baby. Love the jets, baby. Love the jets. Love the jets. All right. So, who do you? believe has had the biggest influence on you in life or at jits um well at jits i can imagine who it would be at jits to push me the way that i'm going now 100 percent. it's an alpha man that starts professor monkey Monkey, man like Like, wasn't even doubt in my mind this that's what like yeah life for sure this man is amazing dude this guy can do some crazy shit like he's every time he speaks i'm like whoa the shape that he's in the knowledge that he has, um, the knowledge that he can pass down to you, not yeah. strictly just jujitsu, but life knowledge, like life stuff that he can teach you in life is, it's, it's crazy. He's right. uh, he's a cool person, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm truly, yeah, I like him a lot. I'm blessed to, to have him and Mitch in my life to, to, to hand me down some of the life knowledge, some, some stuff, uh, fighting knowledge, everything yeah. that comes with them. They're, they're intelligent, man. The times I have talked to them, they're the most, they're so smart. They're so knowledgeable. I wouldn't even say smart. They're so knowledgeable. They're so, you can feel the experience when they talk. Yeah. And Monkey's instructionals and Mitch's when he teaches and when they say, when they when they teach a class or when they run something or when they're He's correcting your thing, blessed. it's insane. Monkey's genetically blessed. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. I, I, some people don't understand that by what that means, body fat. That, what that means, but if they would see Professor Monkey, right, they, they just watch him for an hour yeah. of what he does in, at, on the mats and stuff, they'll he'll be like, okay, he's genetically like, Oh, I get it. I'm like, now. yeah, like the man, I, I'm, I think he's like, what, 44? Yeah, he's 44. Just has birthday, I think. Man, the man moves like he's like 20 years old. Yeah, he moves. It's insane. It doesn't look. It looks like he has the Benjamin Buttons disease. He's going the opposite <laughs> way. Like, I'm like the guy looks younger by the yeah. minute. I was like, yeah, how do you, how do you do that? How do you stay in such, you know? Like I'm 35, and yeah. I, like some days I feel like I'm like seven six. years old, you know? <laughs> like, and I'm, I see him, and then that drives me to be even better because I'm like, right. yo, he's, he's older than me, and he's still. He's, doesn't look like he's ever sorry. He just walks with no beat, yeah. missing buds, like it's nothing. 
So I see that, and then you got a guy like Mitch, you know, the amount of surgeries he had, and then overcome that, and then you want to talk about adversity, yeah. buddy? You want to talk about adversity? This guy has it, man. Like, if, if, if actually, put it this way, if the whole entire population of Canada would have 1% of the motivation that Mitch puts in every single day and Monkey puts in, there would be no these people. There wow. would be no nothing like that. Everybody would be motivated to get up and do more. Because they don't they, they don't have that line. You know when you, you have that line and where you're like, okay, I had enough? They don't have that enough line. That enough yeah. line doesn't <laughs> exist for them. They just keep right. propelling forward. There's no there's no there's no I can't do that. I can't do there's no I just came limit. back from an ACL reconstruction surgery, not me, but Mitch, he came back from an ACL reconstruction surgery, put in that training to get back to where he wanted to be. Right. Yo, he, there's not one, do you know how many people are like, never in a million years he's gonna do that. Oh, yeah, he'll never no. be able to do that. Or he'll never be, oh, he'll never, they couldn't he's imagine good doing enough. that themselves. He's been out of that for too long. He's been, I'm like, yo, you, you don't know this homeboy, man. This no. guy's a goat, dude. This guy doesn't yeah. understand the meaning of no. Like he, you know, like you can't do that. That just fueled him to get further. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like those. those and when you do overcome that hurdle, you're like, oh fuck, what's stopping me now? Hundred percent. And then you just. And then never mind just that. At inspired own also, you're there, and I see a 95 year old man. Yeah. That comes and trains at inspired. Buddy, he's 95 years old. And I'm seeing him do what he does in the gym, and I'm yeah. like, yo, this guy's 95 years old. He's moving. Yo, what still makes this guy drive himself out of bed every day to get in here to lift weights? Why are you still lifting weights? Why yeah. are you still? It's like you're you good. Know, you're good. You're 95 like You're 95, bro. You've but done no, it. But no, bro. The guy's in there doing that. Uh, so awesome. I see that, and I'm like, well, yo, this 95-year-old dude can get out of bed, drive his ass here, get up underneath this bench, push up the bar doesn't complain with a word this, doesn't, about it no man at the end of the day he's grateful that he can still come yeah. to the gym that's what he tells me i'm grateful i'm blessed that i can still come and put in the workout put in the hard work i'm blessed to work hard yeah that's what he says to me i'm blessed to work hard you know like and then i see other people what like this is a touchy subject man but Laziness, buddy, does not exist in my bones. Yeah, it's a sensitive subject. Man. You know? Like, people yeah, are like, I'm not lazy. I'm like, yeah, but what you do? What do you do today? What'd you do? You, you know what I mean? Like, then they're like, oh, I can't, I can't do that. It's impossible. It's impossible. See, well, now I see what your problem is. You know what? Do you know what realistically everybody's goal should be? The impossible should be your goal. Yeah. Straight up. You wake up in the morning, the impossible should be your goal. You, you, if you can't, if you don't got something to reach and, and to, to drive yourself forward, man, then why are you even getting up? You know, like if you say you can't, you can't do it, then why are you even getting up? And this is not it's just, right. not it's just like being like preaching about it or whatever. No, absolutely preach it's about just it. Everybody like should fucking preach about it. Every day I, I wake up, I do my thing. I, 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 like I work long hours. I put in my time at the gym. I train. I, I go to jits, I do, and then at the end of the day, I hear people say, I got no time for that. But yo, if you grab your phone and I check on how many hours you have on IG, or how many hours you spent on Facebook today, 
or how many, because they all track that shit. Yep. Your phone tracks that yeah. shit. How many hours did you have on your social media today? So you look at it and you're trying to tell me you didn't have time for that. Yeah. But you have time to scroll through social media. Two and a half hours, watch a bunch of shit. Yo, it doesn't really matter. You're 200 pounds overweight. Your cholesterol's off the chain. You have a heart problem. You have asthma problem. You have diabetes problem. This is all due for your overweight and not me trying to bash on you, but laziness. Now, people are like, well, I don't got no time for that because I work, yo, I work 12 to like 13 hour two. days construction. God damn and it, I, I still two. make time to go to the gym. And I still, and I'm a dad and I make yeah. time for my son and I still manage to go to his events and see him and spend time with him and spend time with my loved one yeah, you guys and then blessed. my girlfriend and then I still have make time for jujitsu and I still so at the end of the day so you have 24 man. hours in a day it's priority when you tell me oh no I got no time for that or I'm tired or I'm like, it's like I'm tired you don't too. think I'm tired too but a goal you, you can't just you can't just say I'm tired to, to to use that as an excuse to not reach your your goal man right. you can't use that the tiredness is not, excuse. put it this way, your mom gave birth to you in the middle of birth. Did you ever hear her say, I'm tired, I don't want to do this, I want to give up. No, man, your mom pushed through, she pushed through adversity to have you. Your mom did this. And now you can't even, you can't even give an ounce of your 1% of motivation to, to do something for yourself in life. If your goal is to be big and have a bunch of problems, that's like your goal. Stay man. on your track, but that's that's you your goal. will reach it. That's your goal. Then then then, then do. do that. Then do that. That's your goal. Then do that. Then it's you too be easy. you. You be you. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm only speaking to the people that says this. I I want to do that, and they give all the excuse that they want to do it, but they have all a thousand more excuses why they can't do what they want to do. Mm. They're like I I I totally want to do that, but they don't. You know, I'm not bashing on the people that are like, fuck that, I don't want to do that. I want to sit right here mm -hmm. on my couch, get really big and play vids or do watch TV or do that. I'm not bashing on you. That's what you want. Then do that. Yeah, you cool. do you, but you do you. We but know for the, the other people out there that are like, yeah. oh, well, uh, he's got, I don't have time to do what he's doing. He's that all, oh, he's got a six pack. I don't got time to do that. Yeah, you do. You, yeah, you truly do, do have that time easy. in the day to do it. You choose not to. Why? Because it's hard. That's it. And then hard work scares a lot of people, man. Right. Straight up. Hard work scares a lot of people. There's so many people out there, mm -hmm. man. Hard work scares them. Fair. Because it's, it's hard. If you don't want to work hard to, to get... Yeah. yeah. Hard work... It sucks. The, the, there's nothing... It says hard work. It doesn't say fun playtime. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you want to get something, work hard for it, man. Achieve it. And then trust me, once you push through adversity and you achieve it, and you 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 get the scholarship, or you get the raise, or you bake the cake, or you you you, you you're a chef now, or right. you got your blue you achieve belt, that or, goal that you want. You, you got your blue belt, or you got your black belt, right. or you, whatever, whatever the goal you got, and you actually achieve it, and you push through adversity to get through it, and you sacrifice sleep. And, right. and, 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 and achiness and bone pains and and all that stuff at the end mind pains like you know you went through all that stuff and at the end of the day you you achieved your goal mm -hmm. Do you know how great you're gonna feel the celebration that's like that lion that's been chasing that gazelle that's worth you that know, piece he's of cake. running out of steam but and then at the end he finally gets it 
And then he's like, now I got a meal for the rest of the tribe, like the rest of the town. Yeah. You know? That conquered adversity, that the feeling of being on top of what you, you're on top of your own world, not somebody else's world, right. but your goals. Not not reaching your mom and dad's goals, or not reaching whoever's what goals. What you want to do, not what someone reaching else thinks your you own should goals. Yeah. Make yourself happy. Don't I don't care if he wants me to, you know, do whatever. I don't care about that. Right. What he, he wants me to do. Be happy with what you want to do. That's the secret of where you're really going to truly right. be happy in life. If you achieve what you wanted to achieve, not what he achieved or what his accomplish are. Accomplish what you want to accomplish. Accomplish and make achievements for yourself. That's where you're going to be the happiest in life. Hundred percent. Denzel Washington says it best. He says, "Hard work works." I have a goal. I have a goal. I have a hundred percent goal. Yeah, I have goals too. My goal is to be a black belt. One day, that'd be nice. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I'm not in jujitsu. A black belt in jujitsu. I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna keep Same with thing. it until I'm a black belt in jujitsu. That's my true goal. That's my passion. I want to be good at something. I'm gonna be driven to that. Like, I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. You know. You know, people, you know, like you become a doctor. I mean, that's like what seven, thirteen years. Old. Man, yeah. I think she's but you don't thirteen years of schooling. But yo, you don't stop yo, once you become a doctor. No, either, you know. But like you're like all but right. Once you get that, we just that, begun. That, that you piece go. of paper, that doctor that puts it up there. That that's achievement. That medal. That trophy that you're lifting. That yeah, PhD. When you get to that point, you. Push through everything to get to there. Yeah, a lot of sleep. Dude, once nice, you're up on top of that coffee. mountain, you're like, I got something. I, I, I achieved my goal. Right. After you achieve that goal, do you stop? No, you've just begun. Realistically, do you stop? Like that's what I tell everybody. Do you stop or do you set a new goal? Just keep hammering away, or do you just keep plugging away at that same goal? So, like to me, once I reach that black belt. I'll probably have another goal, man. Just begun. No, I'm a black belt, yeah. I'm gonna live the rest of my life as this black belt, and I'm gonna teach everybody I Never can. Never take it off. I'm gonna teach everybody I can the knowledge that I have, I'm gonna pass it down. That's probably gonna be my following goal after that. Now, cool. the knowledge that I've received- Did you just to, spread, bring it into schools. To, to get bring this belt in schools. is to hand down that knowledge down to the youth, to, to everybody else, to, to experience what I experienced, to, to, to get to where I'm at. Right. So yeah, man, that's that's where we're at. Man, that'd be a cool idea to do. Like years down the line, years, years, probably down. decade, <laughs> neon years, <laughs> down the, a while down the road. And I'm under exaggerating. Oh man, <laughs> way down the line. If like I can just imagine pairing up or even like group of people and going into schools and teaching like little, like, because it's not right. All I'm thinking of is if we teaching discipline to kids that's it it's nothing more than that because yes you're learning technique but everything is and i was listening to something the other day that's like when you realize yeah as you're going through and you hit that wall of jiu-jitsu like you said right where hey everyone else is getting better too but it's not it's not just you yeah right everybody around but it's you. like step back and think you're now making new friends you're meeting new people you're getting stronger healthier faster smarter you're doing something new, and that new thing is tough as nails. 100%. And you're surrounding yourself with people who are better than you at it and tough as nails. You think that's not gonna elevate you? 
100%. So it's all like, that is like the step back and reflecting. Like, holy shit. It's like everybody at the club, how fast everybody's yeah. jiu-jitsu game is growing it's getting and we're training better. harder and better. Well, it's because like, together. you want to go down to Toronto when we go, you go and you see what's there. You compete and then it's like, well, he's competing, I'm competing. Well, we're all the same weight. And if you're competing and I'm not, I want to give you some good rounds. So I have to be stepping up for you. Yeah. And while I'm in that mode of getting better for you, like we're all getting better. And then it just feels good. And then there's people who are still that much better getting better. And it's like, oh shit. I don't... And everybody's always dancing. Yeah. It's, it's unreal. It's, 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 it's the best. It's, it's, yeah. It's the longest marathon. I, I love it. It's, there's it's so many mountains to climb. Something that I'm truly passionate about. I'll, yeah. I'll probably hold it for the rest of my life. I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. Mm. I'm grateful that I've been introduced to it. Um, if I had anything to say that I wish I could have got into it a little earlier. Yeah, I, I feel that. Like feel if that. I was like four years old. If I just and learned how to do body training and I was like, but I never look at it like I'm just blessed that I got. That you got there. I right? got the chance mm -hmm. to actually do it and doing it right True. now. How did you go? Because you mentioned you're blessed that you finally got in introduced to jiu-jitsu how did you go from not knowing about the sport the martial art to practically training every day to co-running the gym what was that whole process like what were those stages like hit me through so throughout the years that i've worked i banked quite a few bit of money so i i decided to like i was going to invest it in, this is so fortunate like I decided I was gonna invest it into a house. Okay. Right? I was gonna buy a house, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. So the money I had put away, when I would have some actual down payment on the house. Nice. So I said, I'm gonna invest my money um, into this gym, which was Mitch. Right. So Mitch had a, a, a wicked idea for Inspired. And I started training with him, I was training with him for a couple months before this idea was even sprung to me. True. So uh, our friendship started to get tighter, and we, we started to hang out quite a bit. And, and then uh, I was telling him where I was at in life and stuff, and then he's like, "Hey, man, I got a, 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 an option for you. business proposition." Yeah. Okay. It's like, do you want to invest into what I'm doing? And I was like, "Into what?" And then he said, "Into Inspire, like the health and training facility that I have right now. Invest into me." So I said, that'd be an idea. Mm -hmm. He said, like, well, we can co-own it, right. and then we'll run it, and my goal is this. Like, he had a, a, an end goal. Right. The and then he goal. showed me the vision that he wanted to go down. And then I just started to get into health and fitness, and I, I lost a lot of weight then. Right. And then I was feeling good, and I was moving better, and I was feeling younger. That's the thing that I noticed right away as soon as I started losing a lot of weight. Um, and I started to get back into shape. I, was, I started to feel younger, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Yo, I can do things now that I can, I, I dreamt that I wanted to do, right. just because I pushed myself through it." And then I was like, "Yeah, okay." And I sat down and I, I really thought hard about it. And I was like, and then a week went by. And I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll invest into this. Right. I think this is a good, good idea. I'll, I'll invest. This is." Because I'm trying to get out of construction also. You got to think about too. I'm trying to transition out of construction. Like I've been doing it for so long. Right. Trust, I love construction. Um, but I want to see other options, man. I want to 
Like, cause I've been 15, I've been put into construction and I thought yeah, that's the only thing I can do. And, and then now I'm seeing there's different opportunities, different ways out there. And I just, I want to, I want to do something else with my life, not just right. continuously. I'm good at this, but I want to also see if I can. Yeah. Still I young, try different yeah, things. Yeah. I want to try different things. So I'm trying to transition over to the gym thing. So with Mitch, it was easy because he's, he's easy forward. He, he had a good plan. Yeah, he's a really smart he's guy. He's a smart guy. Um, very motivated. So it was yeah. easier for me to do uh, the, the investment because like, it's hard to invest when you hard dollars in into something that somebody doesn't really believe in themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like Mitch had this vision and then he's like, Yo, he's man, this is what I want to do. It. I want to do this and this is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, hey, man, I'm behind you, man. I, I trust you on this. This is cool. This is, let's do this. And then it, it turned out that uh, it's spilled out that we ended up by purchasing True. Mm -hmm. and, and he had another vision for True, how he wanted to merge both together and make a facility for athletes. And it was like, not just training um, one and one, like put it together and combine the training right. and make the guys on the mats stronger, better, faster with Inspired. And using Inspired to elevate the other athletes. Cause we don't just have uh, jiu-jitsu practitioners and fighters at the club. No. We have all range. You have from teachers, paramedics, uh, doctors, to hockey players, professional hockey players, right. um, uh, figure skaters, all range, all range of John does come and works out there. So our our goal, his goal, and our goal, like I, I truly follow his right. vision, was to combine everything and to make a community of. Uh, of athletes, of regular everyday people, and 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 give them athletic, uh, and if like an athletic lifestyle, so mm -hmm. they can prolong their lives. So when we purchased those, when I invested in both, um, that was his goal, man. And then from there, we just started working together, and the ideas started coming together, and then uh, we just put everything, put all our our resources together, and then we molded what. Troop and Inspired is right now. True. Because they used to be separate. Yeah. Different location. Yeah. Both on like, Lauren Street. You had to so. run at one and run at the other. What was that in 907, Lauren? Eh? Yeah. That so like, it was just there. like, it was, it, it, it was just, it was lots, you know, running around lots. Yeah, it was lots of stuff. And, and then the vision, when we put it both together and it, it ended up the way it is now. It was pretty it, sweet now. Dude, it was, a, it was a lot of hard work. I believe, yeah, was, I can tell. And in, in between all this, I'm still holding full-time construction job yeah which is insane which yeah so if you people out there are saying you don't have the time to get in those a couple runs a week or working out a week so there's like randos that have to be done in between all that in right. between my hours of work in between my training time and it was it was tough to balance man oh, i'll tell you right now it was really really hard to juggle it was like i had to balance like my family life my girlfriend life my my like everything was together, like it, it was it was chaos for a couple months. Yeah. But like after those couple months settled and the dust settled, the product speaks itself. You, yeah, you, you you walk in there, you feel the environment, you see the people, 
um, how how good it is to, to go and train at a place where you know you're safe number one number two right yeah yeah, yeah that's everything, awesome. everything is good and you know so mm-hmm. yeah. very like clean environment too like it's not ghetto either yeah. it's very clean it's like it's high level yeah it's, it's, it's getting there yeah it's sweet 100%. it's really cool and then that's how i got um it was just easy to to, to, to invest into mitch his dream was yeah, his, his vision was very clear on what he yeah. wanted to do so for my investment with him was very easy Mm-hmm. So like I, I looked at it and I was like, this makes a lot of sense. Right. Like it's not like the gym wasn't making money to start. The gym was it. It, it was all him, man. Like mm-hmm. everything he did, it was all driven off his hard ass work. Right. Like that's what I said. This guy has no limit, man. There's no quit. You know when there's like a, a bar here for people, Mitch don't have that bar, man. That guy right. will it drive through that shit and in. carry on. Yeah, he don't. Sit. He don't look back either. No. Like this guy, move, we move forward. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's that. That's how the goal was was created. That's how it was driven. It, it was driven on pure passion, and we just drove through it. And still today, the passion is still probably even harder today than what it was yeah. at the start. We're we're, we're just getting. We just started to get where we want to be at. Mm-hmm. Like, and now we're just moving forward. So. Yeah, there's, he ran me through an intro session of like the weightlifting, like the program, and then through the whole thing. That's why, like, I use the Norm Tech stuff. And I was like, man, it's pretty cool. It's the way he was like testing me and the way we were going through it, and just kind of like the process of how he was looking at what exercises I was doing. I was like, and don't get me wrong, huh? none of this could have ever happen without a team. Yeah. So, like, true, the team true, blocks true. that we have are foundation blocks for what we're doing. Right. Like, you got a guy like Troy and Pat and Tracy and Mitch and myself and Professor Mo. Yeah. We got Professor Amber on the side too. That's Pretty stacked team. Okay, this that that's a team. It needs a team effort to put something like this in motion. It's not it's not driven strictly off of one guy. Right. Like I give a lot of praise to Mitch because he had the, the but the, yeah, the he was your way connection in is what yep. made all this happen. Without this team and without everybody being on the same page and, and flowing together right. and making this evolve into what it is now, this would have never happened. Right. So it takes a team of people to make something great happen. Mm-hmm. It takes a, it takes a lot of people and a lot of vision to, to, to think that this is what we want to do and this is right. what we want to achieve and this is where we're going. And, and without the team, man, like I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm truly blessed with the amount of people that are around us. I'm, I'm straight up serious. like. The people that are around us, I, I love them greatly. I I spend my every day with them. I see them every single day. True. Um, I spend more hours with them than my actual family. Yeah. And I spend more hours yeah. with the people on the mats than my actual family, like my brothers and my sisters and all. Right. Like I, I actually spend more time with you guys than I have actually, you know. So sure. that just. Yeah, I understand that. The goal is there, man. Like everybody's so motivated. Yeah. Doing it. it was easy for me to do the. Investment. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Even when people I find when we're rolling, if like I'm not having a great day, but you guys are like, I can't have a lazy day on the mats if I'm rolling with you. Because it's going to be a long. Because that the the way I, I look at, at it all. is, if I'm lazy, yeah, everybody around me is going to try to be lazy. So yeah, you exactly. Got, you got to plug so up the tempo, and then hopefully that your tempo matches theirs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes so, it won't, sometimes it will. Yeah, sometimes it, it, it jives and sometimes it doesn't. But like, back to the team thing, it's it's truly what it is. 
like stack team. If you want something great, surround yourself with great people. And great. if it, 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 you it, stay if away. you're not <laughs> achieving great things, then I'm telling you right now, the team that you have around you and the people that you have around you are not where you need to be at. No. You need to have great people and a great yeah. team behind you for you to achieve great things. Right. And if it's nothing but negativity around you, get out of that circle and get yourself into a circle that surround yourself with positive things mm -hmm. and positive things will happen to you. If sure. you, you surround yourself with straight, straight up negativity and, and, and bullshit your whole life, you're gonna live a fucking right. bullshit life. Bro. It's like that, you, like you're the product of the five people you hang around with most. 100%. It's like, gotta pick those five people. So like, or have that community. For me to get part. such, like for me to drive every morning to get motivated every morning is because my team does that. Right. My team drives and they're motivated and they're. I gotta stay in their lane. I gotta stay in their our lane. I can't. So you don't have. You don't even think of having that choice. You're no, like, I don't I have can't that. I don't have just that Tuesday much to be like. Yo, yo, I don't want to go and train today. I don't. Even if I don't want to train, I still have to be at the club. Right, so then you I see us to... and you're like, fuck, well, oh, Yeah, man, so Glenn, now I'm at the club, now I have to train. Glenn Brady, they're all in the match now. I should... Yeah, I gotta go or else. So like, yeah. I have I have to be there. I have to, right. you know, so it motivates me every day to mm -hmm. do more and to get better and to get faster. I love the evolution of jujitsu. Like how I've noticed that I've gotten better since a year ago when I started roughly, right? Less than that, I think. But when I got started, I was like, I didn't even know how to open the guard, man. That was a brutal time. And now it's like, oh, we're passing, we're learning, we're doing Triangle City, like, oh, it's great. And then you're like, oh, you know what? I think I am improving. It's that evolution where you feel like you're getting better, and then you're like, you know what? This is good. And you can have those hard rolls with people, and then after you look over at each other, you're just like, you're both dead, but you're both like, you know what? This guy. It's good. That's good, hard six minutes. Yeah, I love <laughs> it's that. It's that fun feeling. And you're like, you kick the crap out of me, I kick the crap out of you. We made it. And feel good after. Yeah, and you'll be Those up. endorphins are released in your brain, you feel like feel great, but like shit too. So yeah, I love it, man. Yeah, you just lie back, your belt's not even on your uh, The best part it. about it too is at the end worth of the day it. when you're looking, I look at myself in the mirror and I literally see jujitsu. Like I molded my ears the way they molded, and, you know, crooked that nose. Tortellini ear. Little tortellini ears. <laughs> these little collie ears, you know, going on. And then crooked nose and yeah. stuff. And then I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I can just not, I can't help but just smile. Because I can see how far I've progressed. By all it's the good family. wounds and, yeah. and, 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 and everything that I've ever done. You don't notice you're like looking you up videos, tutorials, yeah. and then you're happy. It's nice knowing that you're getting better, but it's also there's part of me that it's really nice seeing other people getting better. And then you surround yourself with people who want you to get better, but who are going to make you fucking earn that getting better. I love how it's great. family oriented it is, how not just on the mats, but off the mats. We're such a yeah. family. You can it's gather up together and chill together. Just kick it for a few hours and do it. Kick it for a few hours and do our own thing. Like like today we're hitting up the river yeah. after this. So like, just simple things like that, man. It draws, it, it creates a bond even stronger. And then that's, the team play comes back behind. Because yeah. drawing that bond together mm -hmm. makes you guys stronger. Plus, 
Dave's stronger together, man. Stronger together. Well, On that note, thank you, brother. Appreciate your time. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, guys.